Blog Talk Radio. Mozart, think Mozart, huh? 
The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they medulla they sharp. Man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any Zolar. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace, peace, peace to you and yours, peace to you and yours. This is Nova Ledge Radio. You are now rocking with the best. This is your host, Brother Blue Pill Reporting live and direct. All right, peace, family. Welcome back for another explosive episode. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us, okay, for another monumental one. All right, we have something definitely special in store for the family, for the KTL Empowerment family in particular, right, this is going to be another blockbuster offering. And um, we feel honored, definitely honored to be in the position, to be in the company of such great individuals, such master craftsmen, you know, and uh, to be able to bring that to you, to the family. You know what I'm saying? Um at a charge of nothing to yourself. You know what I'm saying? You just got to pay with your attention. So this is wonderful. Going uh, to be joined by my co-host very shortly. Okay. And, yeah, we're going to get it on. So let me just share this link real quick. Post this link. All right. Of course, we don't want to even, hold on, because I'm tight. Uh, we don't even want to continue any further without sending a resounding love and light, rise in power, rest in peace, to our brother, your brother. Collectively, Malcolm X, okay, the elder, the great one. You know, we spoke at length about that brother and his contributions um, the other day. You know what I'm saying? That's long ago. We had a show where we really delved into, well, I think at the opening of the show, maybe it was Friday's show or Tuesday's show. I remember it was very recently I went on a diatribe about our good brother, our esteemed elder, the shining prince, everlasting contributions that he has made, not only to the community, not only to society, but to humanity. The example that he left, the efforts that he put forth, okay, 
everything about him, um, not only his transformation, but the fact that, uh, you know, he was a wonderful family man, you know. He exemplified so many things about the, about us that uh, should be celebrated, you know what I'm saying, and, and should be emulated and um, should be duplicated, you know. Okay, so today is a day where collectively, as a people, we take a little bit time out to recognize our elder and we celebrate him. And on Facebook, they are uh, showering him with praise and they're sharing his words and what have you. And, you know, he's going viral, he's a meme, and everybody's sharing the quotes and everything. But you know, for individuals such as myself, such as some of the esteemed members over here, KKL Radio, that walk in his shadow and, and, and live those quotes out every day of our lives, we implore the family as well to do the same. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have to resonate with every quote. You don't have to resonate with every part of his life that was sacrificed. You don't have to resonate with everything that he did to uh, arrive at this particular point. You know, you don't have to go to jail. You don't have to convert to any religion per se. But you should find something to believe in. You should find something to stand on and never waver. You know, you should familiarize yourself with that feeling of being unwavering and unmovable in your discipline, you know what I'm saying, and, and your conviction towards what it is that you quote-unquote believe. So let me open up the line and bring in my co-host, Brother Red. Peace. Peace to the family. Peace to the family. Welcome to the Ledge Radio. Uh, this is your brother, Red Pill, reporting live and direct. Uh, I've agreed with everything that you just said, good brother. You definitely was touching on mm-hmm. some you know, sincere topics, dealing with our brother Elmer <sighs> Lisa Bass. Yeah, um, yeah you know, it's, 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 you know, it's personal, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I live this life where I'm very eccentric in my, um, in my, uh, what do you call it, in my confirmations, the way that things are confirmed to me, you know, might might have me looking weird and on the fringes, you know what I'm saying? And some people might be like, yo, that dude really lives in his head. He just comes up with all kind of shit, you know what I'm saying, to make himself seem uh, relevant or important and things of that nature. And um, <laughs> my response so? to that is, uh, hmm? You think so? I have, a, I have a very, I don't. I don't at all, but I know how it can look. I know that okay. if I was insecure in my being and I was on the outside looking in, I'd be like, yo, that nigga tripping. You know what I'm saying? Or if I didn't know me, should I say even? And I could even be into the information and be into something that I'm about and then you find this individual such as myself that's into these other things and he's always finding these elaborate ways to explain, you know, his experiences. And I'd be like, yo, what's wrong with this dude, man? Like, is he, is he full of himself? Yeah, but still in myself, still in myself, right? 
I feel that I, at different points in my life, have been in communication with the spirit of Malcolm X or guided by the hand of him because I resonate with him and what he stood for, you know, to such a degree. So I'm one that believes that when you move towards something, it's going to move closer to you and then confirm to you that you're in the right position or headed in the right direction because I affirm that we are part and parcel of a living universe and I don't ascribe death the same way other people do, especially as a Scorpio. You know what I'm saying? I only understand it as transformation. So I think that all things are, um, you can acquire things that are intangible in a tangible universe because the law of 44 has proven to me that we live in a parallel dimension. You know what I'm saying? And the spirit realm is always at the tip of your nose. Okay. And the red and the blue, right. There's also a, um, a slick way of us explaining the light spectrum, you know, visible light and invisible light. So we are only privy to a finite amount of visibility and we always think that we know it all we're seeing something when we can only really see about four or five percent of what's really out there so there's so much that we don't see but it exists deny that because science proves that it is so february 21st is always the day that i hold dear and i ascribe it to myself as like a national holiday you know i pump my brakes i don't do anything i normally am always in deep reflection and meditation of our brother's life and his sacrifices the day that he was taken from us. And um, one particular year, I went against that. I was in the studio the night before, and in the studio where I record, there's a picture of our brother Malcolm in all four corners, right? In the direction where the mic is at, he's right in front of us. So when we're recording, we have to look directly into his eyes. And I kind of keeps you out of the, you know, practice of recording non-intelligible lyrics or, or things that, you know, yeah. just don't cut the bill because he's like the engineer quietly. You feel me? Right. And I can't imagine Malcolm at the boards <laughs> mixing and sequencing our music. He's like, oh, you know, yes, yeah, son, this, this is going to tear the club up. You know what I mean? This going to have the streets in a wave, like, you know, no, no disrespect to anybody, but I don't think that he would coke sign me making coke boy music. It's another story. So, um, and he's in all four corners. Like, he's in front, he's behind, and on each side of us, you know. So I was in the studio that night, and the next night, or the next day, should I say, you know, I, I went against my own set of rules and I find myself in a situation where I was kidnapped by the NYPD and when they ran my name, a warrant popped up. Now, I don't know where this warrant came from because this warrant was a few years old and I had been in similar situations, you know, and none of them things had ever popped up, you know, but nonetheless, it popped up. And I was sent to Rikers Island. From Rikers Island, I was sent to Valhalla, Westchester. Now, I ended up 
in Westchester in Valhalla because I had a warrant. I had to see the judge or what have you. They put me in a, in a, in a unit, and my bed was bed 16. And across from me in bed 7 was a young man named Malcolm Shabazz, okay? And this young man was the grand. Can, can you put that on mute, please? Can you put your phone on mute? Yes, so I'm not going to tell a long story. I've told it before, and I'm not going to drain it tonight because we do have a special show in store, but I had an opportunity to dialogue with this young man. Um, when I met him in the unit, he was part of the blood gang. He was superior in this particular gang. And this gang was running around the unit. They was doing a lot of fuck shit, you know what I'm saying? More flattened. You know, but they was just ignorant, you know what I'm saying? They was doing a lot of ignorance. It just didn't even make sense. And it was totally out of pocket because it was just real felonious. It just it, it looked forced. There wasn't nothing tough about it. There was no gangster algorithms about anything that I was seeing. So when his homies left and I felt that he wouldn't be you know, um, protective of his particular image, you know, that he shared with these, and these individuals, he, that image was being tarnished every time he left the unit anyway because they was talking crazy about him behind his back. So I pulled him aside and we started dialoguing, and the dialogue lasted for up to two hours, you know, the duration of which I was shaking at one point I was crying at another point because I was pouring everything that I had into this young brother, appeal to his conscience to be like, look, man, you need to leave this path alone. This is not your life. This is not who you are. I can see through you. You're not a gangster. You know what I'm saying? And he explained to me that when he got up north, that this is the family that opened their arms to him and embraced him. And he went up north for being accused of killing his grandmother. And I will reiterate on this program here to defend that young brother. He looked in my eyes and told me that he didn't do that and he was framed for that murder. And I believe him, okay? And he went on and explained to me all of the innumerable things that were taking place in his life that were very hard for him to explain in terms of people following him and mysterious circumstances and the surveillance and all sorts of other things, you know, the false promises from the entertainers and the rappers and the celebrities and everybody else that was utilizing, um, you know, his his personage but not keeping it real. So he had lost a lot of faith in people. And he had um, some behavioral issues as well. So they had him on behavioral modification drugs. You know, he had a very rough young childhood, and he didn't know the legacy or the importance of his grandfather. His, his parents and his family kept it from him. He learned about it when he went to jail. You know, and um, the old timers put him more to who his grandfather actually was, and that's where he learned about the legacy of his grandfather and why he was being accepted and treated a particular way, you know, by these um, these gangs and these other members you know what I'm saying, of different organizations that, you know, that held him down. So he listened intently, 
and I went back and forth. I explained, you know, human rights versus civil rights and the road that his grandfather was on, what he was leading up to. I explained to him some aspects of moral science, just enough to give him an understanding of, you know, where the political spectrum was at at this particular time and, you know, what 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 that uh plight that his grandfather had to I wasn't necessarily trying to recruit him into anything. I just wanted to give him as much information as I could just to open his eyes up. So once that took place, my job was done, you know, I went and saw the judge and of course whatever it was, they threw it out and there was time for me to go. My job was done. Right? I left and this was a few years ago, you know, about six or seven years ago. I left. Um, the next time I saw the young brother, you know, he gave me all his information. I was supposed to share it with most deaf and some other people that I had known that I said, I'm going to get in contact with these brothers and have them write you, highlight you. You know, I know that they stand up individuals and they're not going to do you like these other individuals have, you know told him that our paths would cross again. So I left. The next time that I saw him, it was a few months later, I had picked up a magazine, um, giant magazine it was. And this brother was on the cover of the magazine, and he was dressed up like his grandfather on the cover of the magazine. You know what I'm saying? The uh, On his By Any Means Necessary. And when I read the contents of the interview, you know, his speech now was political. You know, he had opened his eyes to his true mission, and he was following and pursuing that mission. And I felt that my sacrifice was fulfilled. You know, so there there, there are times that, you know, I end up in the belly of the beast, and I'm there for a reason because our people are still there, you know, you still have to shine a light in the darkness, and sometimes you really have to find people exactly where they are They are at. And us as Scorpios, we know that better than anyone, that you have to go sometimes into a mentor. You got to go into hell. You got to go into the darkest trenches and darkest and the back blocks and all of those things. So I was so delighted to see our brother embrace his transformation and undergo it and his activism was on it was on ten after that. He became very politically active and he also became one of the first people to ever miss another led radio show. We have booked him to end up on a show. Shout out to Sister Mina out of Oakland. She put that together. Me and the brother got a chance to speak and dialogue and you know, we were gonna give a dynamic show and speak about where he had come from and where he ended up and that show never happened. You know, the brother was we booked the show for February 21st of 2012, and um, he ended up getting off a plane very late to Dallas to go see his mother. And he said when he reached his mom, his mom, his mother, you know, she was um, she needed him. You know what I'm saying? She also was somebody that you know uh, was dealing with a level of medication that he said you know. She's not always herself, and and she really needs him, you know what I'm saying? So he asked if he could, you know, gracefully remove himself from from his obligations to appear in the program. 
that particular time, and we would follow up and do something else. And, of course, I had to grant him that. I was a little disappointed, but I understood. And, um, you know, the brother handled what he needed to handle most, and we never got an opportunity to reschedule the show. We never caught up again, and the brother lost his life, you know, tragically in Mexico. So we first and foremost want to send that brother, of course, a resounding rest in peace, rise in power. You know, may his contribution and his legacy never be forgotten. May his story be told. May his transformation be recognized, okay? And, um, you know, we, we throughout our years, man, we, we, we were really, the, 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 the meaning of Malcolm X is not fully fulfilled. It is continuing to unfold, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the meaning of his contribution and his sacrifice and who he was and what he stood for is still being played out in our lives to this very day. So just wanted to tell that story to explain, you know, in my heart why I hold such reverence for this man and why I also feel that he's with us at all times, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I have to reaffirm my con- my, my convictions every day to not necessarily mimic his walk, but just remind myself of what he stood for unwaveringly. You know what I'm saying? What he stood for with no compromise. There was no games with him. You know what I'm saying? He had no price. And his love was just, you know, his love was, uh, was, 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 <laughs> I can't even find the words for it. You know what I'm saying? That's how bright and magnificent and awe-inspiring it is. You know, I just leave it at that. His love was, his love is a thing of the ages. So I want to get that brother his 21 gun salute. Okay. And, um, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, to to you know to the many other yeah people that we have lost and we continue to lose that have sacrificed greatly for us as a people. You know what I'm saying? Who even have sacrificed greatly for themselves and their families to change their conditions. Um, you know, sacrifice is a sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? Being about your business is being about your business. Changing your condition is changing your condition, whether you do it on a small scale or a magnanimous scale, you know, because often as we have learned, when one goes and does it on such a grand scale, it's not only them that, you know, ultimately suffer, you know what I'm saying? It's their family as well. And I haven't seen too many people that have won in that column and everybody won as well. You know, the people that win are the people that are outside of that particular inner circle, you know. Those are the people that the the, the due seems to rain down on that have no obligation. You know, you just have to carry forth. But the people that are closest that didn't get that family time because they had to share mm-hmm. these dynamic people with the rest of the world, 
they suffer most and they become bitter. You know what I'm saying? Because then they look at the world today and they're like, damn, was it even worth it? Did, did the mm. cops give his life up for something meaningless? You know what I'm saying? Indeed. Was was it was it all was it all in jest? Like so Was it all for naught? Was it all for naught? Was it all the dream? But so you know, so opportunities to have programs and shows such as this where we can do what we can do. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot that can be done, but these are the things that are accessible. These are the things that make the most sense because as we travel the country, we see that a lot of the pain that our people are experiencing comes from their economic plight. You know what I'm saying? People are always telling me, if I had more, I could do more. You know, people are telling me, I'm into this information, but my, my woman don't respect me because it doesn't translate. You know what I'm saying? It's a fiat. You know, how can I feed my babies with this info? You know? Yeah. We teach a vast amount of topics. We cover a lot of different ground with what it is that we bring. So it's not always just about history. It's not always just about metaphysics. You know what I'm saying? It's not always just about law. Sometimes it's about finance, but finance has a way to combine all of those things to put them in perspective. Right. Right? The binding aspect, because it's a current, it's magnetism, it brings things together. So this new reality that we want to create, this new world that we want to implement, right, it's going to take finances. It's going to take a level of stability for you to be able to properly plan and strategize what your next move is, how you can provide, how you can change these communities into the oasis that you dream of at night when you rest your beautiful heads. So these programs are important. You know, I'll let you continue. Very much so. Very much so. Hello? Yes, I'm right here. Indeed. I'm just agreeing with you that the empowerment series that we do on Know the Ledge on, uh, on occasion started last year um, thanks to our brothers Chanel Jabari Bay and uh, yes. it's been a beautiful demonstration ever since you know uh, we've been able to see tangible results from individuals who decided to join our fortune building campaign uh, through our brother Michael Singleton who brought forth a platform of crowdfund I mean of multi-level marketing and he also introduced crowdfunding to us so you know we've been able to make strides and affect people's lives in a positive way and um, you know what we're doing now is just experiencing the scaling of that meaning that you know started out with an experiment on a small scale to show people that it can actually 
you know, uh, materialize, build trust, that we can actually take something as a collective and go forward with it and have tangible results. And as a result of that, you've been getting a lot of people who want to take it to the next level and they want to move forward and um, implement something else. So uh, we have that opportunity again. You know, we are very pleased to announce that we have that opportunity again. We have been very uh, arduous in um, searching, researching, you know, vetting different brothers and sisters who come forth with ideas or opportunities for the family. And, um, you know, some things didn't work out. We decided not to bring some things to the family because it didn't weigh out, put it on a scale. It just didn't add up. You know, the math didn't add up. But um, we feel that tonight is the night to uh, introduce the family to something new. You know. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And, again, like the brother said, you know, these are programs, these are um, offerings, you know, that we feel honored to be able to bring forth because we know this is going to change people's lives. If nothing else, you know, the information is very sometimes passive because it's knowledge, and if you don't activate it, it just becomes passive. It's not active, you know. But there's nothing that seems to move people more turned, you know, a dollar out of 15 cents. Nothing into something. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's always something. You know what I mean? There's no such thing as nothing. 15 nothing. cents is still something. Of but, course. You know, not, yeah. yeah, but take, 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 take a, yeah, take a program like Feeder Matrix, you know, and the initial start is so low and the return on your investment is so high that, yeah, in, in so many words, it's nothing. It's not, you can't even get on the train in New York City for that amount right now. Not at all. So, yes, you know, these are the programs that I feel most confident about because I truly do believe that, you know, economics is able to offer some of the temporary relief that our people are seeking to give them the semblance of comfort to be able to plan and partake in the process of, you know, activating thought, you know what I'm saying, and building and and expanding their thoughts and what have you, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to read this introduction and we're going to get into the show. Cool? Yes, sir. Okay. Family, join us tonight as we partake in a master mentoring session presented by 21st century Madam C.J. Walker and millionaire maker Dr. Helen Della Jose Clay. I do hope that I pronounced that right. Let's run through the brief bio of tonight's guest. The powerhouse that I'm talking about to introduce tonight is no stranger in the industry of MLM which is multi-level marketing family, as well as amongst Fortune 500 companies. She's been in the corporate sector in marketing and advertising for 15-plus years with companies such as CBS, 
and Clear Channel Broadcasting. She started her full-time journey in MLM in 2008 and earned $1.2 million in less than 12 months. She paid it forward by helping 33 families become millionaires in a short span and has built an organization of over 600,000 people, many of which experience major success. She's an author of New York Times bestselling book, Gifts Wrapped in Sandpaper, with world-renowned Lisa Nichols of The Secret. I met her. She's a beautiful spirit. Her next book will be released worldwide and available in every major bookstore in the winter of 2015. CEO and owner of three profitable businesses, Mark Setters, Inc., Personal and Business Development Center, Matters of the Heart Christian Counseling Services, and Mompreneurs Rock Nonprofit, aiding moms across the world birth and nurture their dreams. Known by millions as a marketplace minister, breakthrough specialist, and transformational coach, recently appointed as an ambassador to the United Nations, serves on several boards as a financial advisor and travels the world teaching the good news of MLM. She is a loving mother of eight children and honorable wife to the man of her dreams. It brings me great joy and an extreme honor to introduce a woman affectionately known as the Marketplace Minister, Success Strategist, Lifeline Mentor, and Global Leader, my friend, my coach, Ambassador Dr. Helen Delahousie. Take us away. And before I open up the line for our guests, I'm going to open up the line our brother Michael Singleton. Okay, brother from the eight three two two nine one. Peace. Peace, brothers. Greetings, greetings. Um, greetings. Yeah, I got to announce that um can your brothers hear me? Yes. Peace. Sadly I have to announce that Dela, Dr. Dela Huse. That's how you pronounce Dela Huse. it. Yes. Her um there we yeah, go. her grandmother is making a transition. And she had to go to the hospital, so she's at her grandmother's side right now. I was able to um, kind of go up the ladder a little bit and bring the vice president of sales to um, introduce herself and maybe give us a little brief on the company and uh, what Total Life Changes is going to be all about. This brother's name is um, Brother Ken Lloyd. Ken Lloyd is a, from what I've gathered thus far, probably – at this time period, is making more money per month than any African American probably has in network marketing. Um, Ken Lloyd, uh, uh, along with Dr. Delahousse, uh, did very, very well in another uh, program, another product, where they all um, had a team and they all became millionaires. They started a, um, a their own television program called Amateur Millionaires. It was aired on BET. Um, those of you um, who want to write this name down, um, Ken Lloyd is his name. He, he, you know, if you guys look at him, he's at 713-248. You can bring him into the call. Mr. Lloyd only has a very short time to be with us because we ca- we caught him at the last moment to fill in for Ms. Delahousse. Okay. But um, we definitely want yeah. to... Um, bring some representation from from uh, total life changes. So uh, if we could, could we bring Mr. Lloyd in? Yes. Caller from seven one three two four eight. 
Peace. Greetings. Uh, Welcome. Uh, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, you know, my prayers go out to um, uh, Helen and her family, you know, uh, her grandmother. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hope she's not transitioning at this point, but listen, she lived a full life, and I've had a chance to meet her. She was a beautiful spirit. Um, I was on the phone listening to you gentlemen talking, and, I, and from what I heard, I heard you are talking about economic empowerment and, and, you know, things like that. Well, you know what? When I talk about network marketing, I don't get deep into, you know, my company. Of course, you know, of course I'm going to reference my company. But in terms of economic empowerment, you know, I, I tell everybody that there is what I call the missing link in everybody's life. And what, what is the missing link? What do I mean when I say the missing link? I mean that there is something missing in their life that has prevented them from living life. They were living the life that they were designed to live, living life abundantly, living life that they, you know, that they desire to live, live their dreams. And there's a missing link, something. You know, and a lot of times, you know, the thing that keeps it hidden is fear. You know, a lot of people talk about network marketing, and they have this great misconception of it. I was told a long time ago by a mentor of mine that people are always down on what they're not up on. You know, and, you know, and it's sad to see so many people, you know, down on something that they are not up on because network marketing is a vehicle that has uh, restored a lot of people. When I say restored, there are a lot of people who are broken financially. Uh, the spirits are broken, you know, because of the lack, because of lack of finances. And they need something to uplift them. They need something to restore them. There are a lot, a lot of black men out here that whose spirits have been killed because they, in society, they've lost their jobs. They've not been able to replace their jobs. And they have women that have jobs. And, you know, they're, they're struggling with being the man of the household. You know, and I'm on this line tonight to tell you all that are out there that are struggling like that, but I don't care whether it be male, female, that there is a viable option, and that option is network marketing. And I suggest very strongly that you dispel anything that you've been told because, you know what, a lot of people will tell you things that they've heard, and a lot of people will kill your spirit because they failed at something, and there are reasons why people fail. And they will attempt to kill your spirit and prevent you from doing it because they don't want you to have success. But I share with you tonight that I'm going to be uh, a vehicle, and I'm going to be that vehicle that gives you information tonight. You know, I've been in network marketing now for six years, and before I got involved, I was in I was in the mortgage industry. And and when the mortgage industry tanked, I went broke. And I was 50 years old. You got to understand that. And you got to think I was making high six, fig- six figures in the in the mortgage industry. But at, at 50 years old, who in the hell is hiring somebody 50 years old? Who who was hiring somebody? Who who was giving somebody 50 years old an opportunity? So my biggest fear was, what am I going to do? Who's going to hire me? How am I going to replace the income I'm making? Am I going to have to change my whole way of life, my whole way of thinking, and then? You know, I struggled, I struggled, I struggled, and one day a door opened. And it wasn't the door I thought would open, but nonetheless it was a door. And the thing was I wasn't afraid to walk through that door because I tell everybody that fear and faith cannot occupy the same space. Your, 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 your faith will take you where your fear will never allow you to go. When you are in a place where you're struggling, you have to release your fear, and you have to try different things it's because there's no shame in failure. So a door opened up, and that door was called network marketing. 
And it gave me exactly what I was looking for, but it gave me much more because as the gentleman, Mr. Singleton, was saying about me, when I joined that company, all I really wanted to do was earn an extra 5000 earn $5,000 a month, which would cover my mortgage and my bills. And that's all I wanted, so I could restore myself as the man of my household, be the example to my children of a man. And But God had another plan because, you know, I have a work ethic, and I operate on with a, sense of, with a set of principles. And, you know, when you, you know, there's certain principles to success. And when you operate with those principles, they're transferable. No matter what you do, when I was in the mortgage industry, I was the number one broker. I was the number one loan officer because of a set of principles that I operate on. And I transferred those set of principles, and my expectations were exceeded by far. You know, and I transferred those same principles to this company that I'm with now. I've been with this company for 16 months, total life changes, and it's, uh, it's adequately, appropriately named because we have changed so many people's perspectives, so many people's spirit, so many people's way of living. You know, let's not talk about their life. And I've changed, we've changed their way of thinking, like I said, the way of living. we changed the spirit because, see, I tell people that your finances dictate a lot in your life. It dictates your health because absent money, there's a little, you know, there's stress. And stress kills people, you know. But this company, uh, 17 months ago, I was presented with an opportunity to join. I had an opportunity to meet the CEO of the company, who's a great person, uh, really cares about people. He's not money motivated. He's about family, you know, and uh, and that's important to him. And you know what? He challenged me. He challenged me to join this company and build North America because there was no presence in North America. The company was operating solely, primarily, in South America. And we have health and wellness products. Our flagship product has been a tea called Ayaso Tea. And when you drink this tea uh, after every meal, it detoxes your body. And as a result of detoxing your colon, when I say detox, I mean it cleanses your colon. You know, because you got to understand right. that your colon is the filter of your body. And if you've never cleanse your colon, I'm going to tell you something. The average person has 10 to 25 pounds of unpassed feces in their colon, okay, which means you're mm-hmm. full of. And what you're full of, you're full of toxins that are killing you every day. You got to imagine, can you imagine uh, 10 to 20 pounds of unpassed feces in your colon? And what happens is it gets hard, it's festered, and it becomes toxic. And it just consumes your body if, you, if you're tired. You know, there are a lot of women out here that use the bathroom once a week, and that is dangerous. And we have a product that you drink it after every meal. Imagine a woman that uses the bathroom once a week. Now she drinks this product, and she, two days later, no, a day later, she's using the bathroom twice a day. It becomes, that's a miracle to her. Why? Because it enhances her health. And as a byproduct, you're going to lose five to seven pounds guaranteed. If you don't, the company gives you money back. So that's how, that's how strong we feel about the product. We've been in business now in North America for 16 months. 16 months ago, we started, there were only like 800 people in North America doing it. They were all Latino of Latino descent. 16 months later, we have 187,000 people. Okay, we have over seven people, seven families that are earning in excess of 100,000 plus a month. And you got to understand, in order for that to happen, you got to have a series of people, a group of people earning 50000 a month. In order for that to happen, you have to have a lot of people that are earning five, 20000 a month. In order for that to happen, you got to have a lot of people that are earning ten a month. But you know what? 
I'm not selling you all that because these are all extraordinary people. They're very extraordinary. Their work habit is extraordinary. Their drive, their belief, their faith is extraordinary. What we stand on, our mantra is one team, one dream, 100,000 families. And what do I mean by 100,000 families? I mean that we're going to, our goal is this year to help 100,000 families earn an extra $1,000 a month because it's not about getting rich because everybody's not going to get rich. What it's about, it's about having a little more so you can do a little more for your family. It's about the beginning of eliminating debt. It's about burning debt. And an extra $1,000 can begin to burn some debt. So we're very proud of what we've done. You know, I could say, I could spend all night long talking about who we are and what we're doing. But you know what? Documentation of these conversations. So I would like to invite everybody on this line. And I'm going to invite Mr. Singleton to come back and and give uh, uh, Dr. Delahousse and uh, well, Dr. Helen and Dr. Edward Clay uh, give, you know, a, a means of communicating with them. Because I, I invite everybody to see for themselves. So I'm not going to sell you on this phone. We don't train our people to sell. We're not trying to convince you. I'm going to say this, that if you know that you've run into a brick wall and you know that your options are, are sparse, you've run out of options, I want you to know that you have it because there are always options. And there are no accidents. If you're, on this, if you're on this line tonight, if you're on this blog radio station tonight and you're listening and you know that you know that you need help, that you need a hand, you need somebody to extend their hand, I, I, the hand has been extended. It's just upon you. Are you going to reach back or are you going to sit back and be down on something that you're not up on? The choice is yours. So I thank you, gentlemen, very much for inviting me on this call. It's been an honor. It's a pleasure. And I look forward to, uh, to doing this again with you, gentlemen. So thank you very much. You all have a great evening. Thank you, brother. Indeed. Okay. Brother Singleton. Yes, sir. Still here, brother. Yes, indeed. Is there anything that you want to add on? I know that you have uh, had experience on the, uh, you know, you actually went to one of these presentations. You know, you met some individuals in person. Do you want to speak on it? Yes, sir. Um, Primarily, uh, you know, yeah, just just give the family an overall Right, explanation of what it is that we're talking about in general. Yes, sir, for sure. Uh, you know, we we started this thing with Feeder Matrix because of the price points and and also that it, it was something that we looked at that we could see the numbers work and it worked. Um, you know, along the way, Feeder Matrix was a program that helped you to um, obtain thousands. You know, you could become, you know, uh, someone who would, um, if you ran the gamut of the program, someone who was able to earn at least $100,000. I, I got an opportunity um, to be invited to a meeting that I really was not uh, supposed to be at because that meeting was only for the top um, producers in um, the company, and those were the top producers that were affiliated with Mr. Lloyd. Um, I have a brother that uh, actually was in Peter Matrix with us that uh, spent some considerable time 
really being a high producer in um, prepaid legal. And he and I, you know, stayed in contact with each other. And he gave me a call and said, hey, I, I've got one. I think this this is this one could um, really, really, you know, help a number of people out. And there are some people in this particular program that look like us that are really, really making some real money, you know. So um, he, he, he basically somehow um, was brought in by um, Dr. Helen Delahousse. Helen Delahousse, that's the way we pronounce it, Delahousse. Um, Delahousse, right. right. And I, through that, Helen, um, because of her um, uh, network marketing um, legend, per se, Mr. Lloyd brought her over to Total Life Changes about two weeks ago. This brother um, got in right right after Helen got in. He came in right behind her. So they let me come in with the team. Um, I sat in sat in this meeting, and I got a chance to really witness today. This wasn't any hype. Um, it wasn't something that somebody told me. I, I got a chance to see seven um, individuals under the age of 30 making $10,000 a week. And, and those people that he referred to that are making 100000 plus, every one of them were in that room, you know. And a number of them had made that type of um, income with another product called Artist. And um, something happened, you know, they were balling. Let's put it like this. They, they were balling, got out of control, um, made a lot of money fast and, and they, they were living in that life and bought a lot of toys and um, did some things business-wise that you normally wouldn't do. You know, you got to pay the piper. He showed up. You know, those three letters showed up on him up in some instances. And um, the majority of those eight ended up broke. You know, and they all got, got up and told their story. I mean, you know, it was very heartfelt to see that, you know, these folks had, have made millions of dollars, and then they, they, they didn't have anything to show for it. Well, um, the, most of them had been over on uh, with Total Life Changes for the last four, 13 to 14 months, and they all have made a comeback. And so this time around, what I saw in the meeting was that they, they brought in a CPA to teach them how to um, deal with the tax situation to make sure you do your stuff in a corporate name, have your corporation, all your travel, those things can be written off so that you can offset some of those taxes that you, know, you have to pay. Um, you take your whole family on the trip and, and pay for your whole family um, and write those things off. So I saw the business side of it seemed like they, they were, were um, putting something together that was going to be very solid. And then I also got a chance to witness the heartfelt testimonies of um, some of the sisters and brothers um, on how, how they had it, had an opportunity. They were tested and they flunked. But this time around, they were going to make sure that they didn't flunk it. But they set a goal to help a, a, a number of um, others um, become uh, pretty much millionaires in, in, uh, in the uh, program. You know, brother didn't mention it because he doesn't, you know, not wasn't trying to sell anything, but 
having seen that, it opened my eyes up to say, you know what, I think the cost to get into this is reasonable enough for a number number of our folks to get involved. And the sweet part about it is it actually has some real product that will really help someone. You know, uh, and that product is the tea. And then they have something called Shaga, C-H-A-G-A. It's another product. Shaga actually has melanin. It has the highest amount of melanin than any plant in the world. You know, we all know what that will do to help us. Um, so they, they, when I start going through the list of the products that they have and research the ingredients that are in it, they're all organic and all natural. It just was a perfect fit because it was health-related, something that could help a number of us right now. I got found a study um, that was done by U, the University of uh, UCLA um, where they came back and said that obesity is a one point two. $1.2 trillion market right now. So, you know, if you have a tea and, yes. and you can give it to someone and all they have to do is drink 16 ounces of, of this tea per day with two meals and not change their lifestyle and get on a scale after five days and see a change on that scale, you're going to get their attention, you know, to say, okay, well, what have I, what have I changed a little bit of what I was eating? And then, you know, you get more results. You know, these people are going to continue to come back. But once, one thing, they're going to feel much better because of ridding themselves of the parasites. So, of course, me, I'm like you, brothers. I, you know, I, I, it's difficult for me to go out and tell somebody about something I, I haven't tried. Well, last week I, I did my first five days and I lost eight pounds on the tee. So I'm sold. You know, I got a lot more weight to lose. And I'm definitely sold. I, I even started right now, no meat, no sugar, no fried foods, period. I've been able to get my system to the point where I'm okay with that and I can roll with it. And I, and I plan to roll with it for a while. But, you know, just seeing some of the videos that were on YouTube of the before and afters, this was a very simple decision for me to say, you know, this, this, this thing could work for a number of people. But some of the folks that, are, you know, not putting anyone down. Some of the folks that I saw making the type of money that they're actually making, you know, I know that there are some superstars listening on the telephone, you know, on this on this program that could do That's right. the same same exact thing that um these those brothers and sisters are actually doing. I mean, they don't have anything that you don't have. It's just that they just so, arrive and say, "Hey, I'm right. going for it." Yes, this sir. system, you know. The system is relatively new, so the scalability of it is pretty much promising. Oh, very much so. What you know? What obesity is a one point two trillion dollar market. <laughs> it's, it's, how are we going to scale that? You know, it's just anywhere you go, you know, you're going to see some people who um, seem to be, you know, unhealthy. Right. You know, and most of those folks are going are to look like us. They are. So that gives you a grand opportunity to have a conversation with them. And the conversation is basically Indeed. just, you know, I've got something that will help you lose five pounds in five days, and you don't have to change what you eat. Of course, you would like them to do that, but that's, you don't, they don't have to do it. 
Well, it's the leader. As per my experiences, you know, with my products and um, trying to get across to people that have these particular issues and I want them to make this lifestyle change, that's the, uh, that's the roadblock. They're not willing to necessarily abandon what they feel is their source of um, sustenance, you know what I'm saying? They're like, this is the food that I eat. What, what am I going to eat if I don't do this? I don't want to put myself through pain and suffering necessarily to lose the weight, even though the weight is causing them pain and suffering. So it's like a catch-22. But if they can do something and lose weight, while they're also carrying on the diet, I think that at that point you can have more of a dialogue with them to play to their consciousness to say, well, you lost five pounds doing this, but you could lose 15 if you scale back on some of the food as well. And then they might be willing to hear you out to say, okay, well, what do you suggest now? Because you already done something dynamic for them. So, you know, you got to get in. Yeah, you know what I mean? You got to get in the door. And then you can start remodeling the furniture. You know what I'm saying? You can't necessarily remodel the furniture from outside of the house, looking in the window. Get in the door. You know what I'm saying? Use a product that's going to get your foot in the door. Then you can start remodeling furniture, family. So, yeah. You know, and in, in, in most of, um, you know, a lot of the listeners are vegetarian or vegan, you know, and, that, and that's an... Un- that's a good thing, but like you said, you know, it's difficult to get someone to change their habits, you know. But if you got something that they could see that move and change something in them, then they didn't even do anything that, to aid that along, you got them. You know, you got them. You can have that, that next conversation, which is really a um, pretty much a serious conversation. When you start talking about the parasites, and the non-digestive food and what happens, the parasites feed on that, and then what the parasites actually end up doing in our body. You know, you can talk to them at that point to say, okay, you know, that a lot of that weight may be parasitic, maybe a lot of parasites in there is causing that weight, and mm-hmm. you know, their excretions and what, and what they're doing to to eliminate. Once they eat off the food that we we give them, they have to eliminate as well. You know, then you could have those conversations with them, but it's 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 a um, it's a beginning, a beginning step to um, a long-lasting relationship. If you if you could do that for someone and show them that hey, all you gotta do is just do this for five days, they're gonna come back and be so so uh, new and jubilant. You know, now you you can talk to them then. You you can get to them at that point to say, okay, well, how far do you want to take this? You know, well, let's do this next week. Okay, and then after that, they've got um, something called Revolution. Um, it's all natural drops that um, if you take along with the tea, will speed the, speed, help burn the fat and also speed the, the process up. You know, you can go an extra 10 to 50 pounds with it and, and anywhere from 30 to 60 days. So, but at least you've got their attention. But one of the things you have to do is you got to get off the fried food, get off the um, sugar products, and get off anything that's flour-based. 
Right. Okay. So now that we I know are, there's some folks out there know, saying, you know, get out the meat, but we know you're not going to get somebody to just get out the meat immediately. That they start seeing some results, they could see why it matters that they should do that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. People want tangible reasons, you know what I'm saying, to abandon uh, meat. I was having this conversation the other day with a friend, and they were expressing to me the the need and the necessity to amplify the message, you know, throughout the community and beyond about what meat intake is doing to the planet, stress that it is causing, <clears throat> the ecological system and things of that nature, and I explained uh, that, you know, somebody eating meat is not even considering that, you know what I'm saying? And somebody that's living on concrete is not even understanding that plea that you're, that you're making because they don't live on the earth. They live on concrete. So they already have a detachment from their responsibility to the planet as is. You know, the only thing that they want to do is feast and feed the parasites. So a lot of people's consciousness is not even their consciousness anymore. It's controlled by the impulses of saying, I want to feast, I want to feed. You know what I'm saying? You better go get that sausage, you better get that burger, you know, you better get those wings, you better get whatever. So in order to break what we're explaining, and when I'm, when I'm talking to you is a dependency, we're talking on par with the level of a drug dependency, and there's no greater dependency than sugar dependency. You know what I'm saying? And the flower dependency yes, and all of those dependencies are very strong. I know I'm speaking from personal experience, and I'm not putting myself above anyone. I, 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 I have, I've stumbled. You know what I'm saying? I have. Yes, sir. It's just peanut butter and jelly every now and then. I do. <laughs> I don't do Kool-Aid. And I try my best to avoid corn fructose and everything, but it's hard. It's everywhere. Right. And sometimes you just want to give up. You just be like, man, listen, I can't find nothing. Let me go get, you know, my Arizona sweet tea because I remember how it made me feel. And I used to feel like a million bucks. And I can feel like I could do anything with a cold can of sweet tea next to me. I can't even drink naked no more. So it's like, you know, they're telling me the water ain't even good. I can't even get no Polish spring. So because I make my own products, I have an out. You know what I'm saying? But I know that everybody else doesn't make their own products. And I know how scarce it can be in a community that's underserved in regards to having, you know, the alternative products. You know, if you live in Best-Stuy, now you have a better chance because they're turning Best-Stuy into, um, you know, like they got all these organic shops on the corners and what have you to gentrify in the neighborhood. So more and more products come with gentrification that are healthier for the people. And that's crazy, but that's a conversation for a whole nother day. Feel me? Um, yes, sir. But, yeah, if, if, if you're not in a neighborhood where the occupancy is not uh, if there's not a high level of Caucasians in your area, then you're not going to have the foods necessary to um, substitute your addictions to poison. You're going to be heavily burdened with poison, you know what I'm saying, 
and, and you're going to love it. You feel me? Because that's just how it is. What else do you know? And I'm not saying this to um to down anybody or to make anybody feel away. It's just the reality of it. You know what I'm saying? And the more and more that I travel, that's what I see. And I don't I'm not even comfortable scrutinizing what people do and how they do it because I just know this is just what it is. You know, a person is only gonna defecate what you feed them. So these things are put in front of people and, 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 and that's what they gravitate towards. They consider it food. You know, you know how happy I see people look when they eat pizza and hamburgers. You know what I'm saying? You know how outside of the loop I feel sometimes that I can't share that happiness? <laughs> nah, this is real. This is psychological. Now, now you're getting into the social, you know, implications of saying, wow, like, you know, this is this is what society is into. And, you know, familiarity and um, commonality is forged over eating, you know? Oh, you my brother, let's break bread. These are rituals. You know what I'm saying? This is how you commune with a person and celebrate. You know what I'm saying? When you're with a female, you court, you go and eat. You know what I mean? Not everybody's into King Juan Broccoli. You know, so, and then you like, damn, you think about parasites, like, I don't know, you know, she eat beef, might not work. And, and you know, you, you, you pass up a potentially wonderful situation because you have all of these inhibitions. So diet is a major thing. I'm saying all that to say, you know, diet, what we put in our mouths, how we go about doing that particular ritual, you know what I'm saying? And and what it leads to says a lot about who we are and how we relate with one another, you know? So what the brother's talking about in regards to these products and these offerings, if there's a way, because I, I look at social media and I see how much women in particular are obsessed with losing weight in the lengths that they are willing to go to do these things, some of them very much unnaturally, you know? But if you can offer the family something that can help them lose a bit of weight while they gain some information or gain some inspiration from other people, like, oh, that's what you do and it's working for you and it t- does it taste good? Is it accessible? You know what I'm saying? These are the things people want to know before they consider lifestyle changes. Real talk. True. And I've experienced it over and over again from this place to that place to that place to this place. You know, if you cannot offer somebody the alternative, don't offer them anything. You don't, the information that you offer them should be very limited to a degree. Don't force it. Because you're pushing someone, where are you pushing them to? Into a closet? You know, not eating is not comfortable. And I, I know a small amount of people that are, that have that level of discipline. Where they're like, I'm just not going to eat nothing. I'm going to go cold turkey. I'm going to starve these parasites. You know, they're not built like that. 
especially when the convenience stores makes the food so convenient. There's stores selling that stuff on every corner in the main cities. And for those that are not in main cities, there's commercials advertising it, you know, in every other click. If you're looking at TV or if you're on social media. So let's be practical. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's meet people where they are. Like I was saying earlier in the conversation, you know, let's meet people where they are. Let's go to where they are and meet them there. You know what I'm saying? You get this product, go to Walmart. Stand outside of Walmart. If you've been wow. to the city that I've been to, yeah, seven out of the ten people that come out of Walmart are going to have weight issues. Real rap. You have an opportunity to to, to to engage in a marketing bonanza, real easy, layup. Can I interject, brother? Your clientele, your potential clientele is that. You know what I'm saying? Put a suit on, go to church. You know? Wherever the diabetic clinics are at, that your dialysis places in that in your city, that's your clientele. Show up there, you know? Have flyers and leaflets to pass out. Engage people, you know. But you have, like your brother says, you have a network behind you that now can show success stories. You know what I'm saying? They can point you to, you know, look, this is the results that we have. People want to see results. And the people that want to lose weight, they want to lose it quick. And if they had the bread, they would get it cut out of them. That's how obsessed they are with losing weight. So. Chime in on that, brother? Come on in. There was, um, there's a, there's a the program still exists. The, the company still exists. It's called Artist, and it's a body garment that a female could put this body garment on and lose three to five inches on her hips and her waist immediately. You know, no dieting, no nothing. And um, there, there's a sister that's there, earner, and that network marketing program, her name is Dorothy Cook. And when Dorothy got into the program, she was doing just like what you said. Anytime she saw a sister that seemed to be overweight, she had a crew of her and a couple of women work together, man, and they called themselves the jump-out ladies. And they would actually jump out the car, man, and go and approach the sister and ask her, hey, you know, would you be willing to try this garment on? And, you know, if they got ten sisters to try it on, they'd get seven, at least seven sales because it was just, it's immediate gratification. And that's one of the things that this company set itself up as it has four products that are immediate gratification products, which is the tea. Then they have a product called Energy um, that basically gives you a boost and gives you energy. They have another product that's for men, kind of very similar to Catawba, but it has a blend of herbs in it, and it works for 72 hours for, for, for 
commanding of it. You know, anybody's having issues in the bedroom, spice up their the, the home life and bring this, you know, bring some of that back into to the home. Um, they got a product for men and for the women, and these are instant gratification products that you know we're in that microwave society that everybody wants everything so instantly. That's why women would be willing to cut that fat out of them to look better because they want they want to look that way instantly. So these that that's where these brothers and sisters made those millions at because they sold a product, a body garment that was instant it would instantly gratify someone and they were able to get rich off of doing it. Or let's say um wealthy to obtain some wealth from doing that. Um you know, so you know, again, Total Life Changes has four products that are instant gratification products. They don't just cater just to the feet. And um, they've got energy, weight loss. Um, you would probably say sexual enhancement products that actually work. Um, you know, there are a number of brothers that, um, that because of the diet, are having problems functioning in that in that area. And They've got something that will help um, straighten that out, and 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 help you to bring um, some love back to your to your relationship. Hmm. Indeed. So, if we can, you know, because I don't want to tease people. You know what I'm saying? Is there any way that they can? Are they to get in contact with you to get closer to uh, the product? Uh, yes, sir. How can they get so, more information? Yes. You could actually send me a text at 832-291-0847, and I'll respond. 832, um, repeat it one night, 291. 832-291-0847. And I'll respond to that text as promptly as I possibly can. Or you can send me an email uh, at iConsult888 at gmail.com. That's I-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-888 at gmail.com. And um, I'll respond to that as well. But, you know, we'll be able to get you as much information as you want about all the products that the company offers. Um, if you're interested in the um, the opportunities from the business side, you know, there's so much that's available to be able to get you to take a look at the opportunity as well. Um, you know, there I do have a video that I, I definitely would send out, you know, kind of, um, you know, just take that saying Jerry Maguire says, show me the money. Um, they have um, had, they had a, um, an outing or a you want, well it wasn't even a seminar it was really a party back in February the company did and when the brother was in saying about the $100,000 earners and the uh, um, $50,000 earners and the $20,000 earners and the $10,000 earners the company has right now 90,000 people um, bringing in $5,000 a month you know, that could, you know, do a whole lot for a number of us, you know, and, t- and changing um, 
some some things around the house and and in, in your lifestyle as well because you know you know biggest things as as brother was talking about about um, the food being available in certain areas you know the more income that you bring in the the more you can afford to feed yourself more naturally you know and make that transition to, from something that may not be so good to you to something that will actually operate in your system and work much better um, and put you in the harmony that you should be in. But, you know, one of the things we do know is that is the dirt has been depleted so much that a lot of the enzymes don't even exist in the dirt anymore. So the enzymes that we would really right. get from food that, that we, we, we're, we're eating, we're not breaking the food down as we should. So, you know, we we got to put ourselves in a, in a position to make a little bit more to to treat ourselves better by what we intake. And you could look at it from that vantage point. I'm not telling that to anyone, but that's one way to look at it. But um, going back to it again is that what I'm saying is verifiable. So if anyone who's listening would say, well, go prove it, I, I got a video that I could send to you to show you a room full of African-Americans with that big check standing on a stage, you know, from the 100,000 to the to the 80, to the 50s, to the 20s, and to the 10s, and to the 5s, all around the stage holding up those big checks that they get on a um, monthly basis. You know, so, you know, this, this, is, this is definitely something that, that could be proven. It's not something, you know, we're here trying to sell anybody. It's only because of the potential. The potential is great because, of, again, the products are instant, instantly gratifying. You know, they're, as he said, they will give you your money back if you don't lose anyway. But you should do you. You need to do it the way it said. They said it, and that's just take it twice a day for breakfast. And you can choose either lunch or dinner. Drinking eight ounces of the, of the tea, and it, it will do something for you, and you. You'll see because it removes some of those to- toxins and some of those parasites out of your system in the first five days. Huh. Indeed. Indeed. I mean, you know, this is long overdue. You know what I'm saying? You know I'm not going to let you get away without it. Brother Red. Yes, sir. Yeah, we need to put we need to put Brother Red on the program. He might need to lose some weight. So we we're gonna scale him on the program, put a little uh you know, webisode together, follow him around. Yes, indeed. You know. You know, and one thing, and I know some people, they're probably Googling now. What you're going to find is, this is deep. They ran out of tea, man. The demand was so high that the company ran out of tea, and, and they'll, they'll be back up and replenished on May 27th. Restock with tea yeah, ready to go. That's what somebody, you know. somebody in the chat room said. The total life tea is on a two-month back order. It's hard to get. Right. Yeah. His homeboy home makes a. 100k a year, so he's like you're not lying. Yes, 
That's that's my that's my conversation. That's what I love to hear. Well, the brother that was just yeah, done. His check, his check last month was four hundred thousand dollars. Exactly. Huh. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, once again, you know, as as we remind the family in this line of work that is not federally funded, it's not even uh, community funded, publicly funded. You know, it comes right out of our pockets. The more that we have, the more that we can do. So I don't wait around for people to make, you know, um, contributions or, you know, feel it in their hearts, what have you. Because we also understand that the majority of the people that we are here to help don't have extras. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are struggling to make ends meet. And that much I do understand. You know what I'm saying? And I think that... um, you know, Malcolm was in the same situation. The people that he came to help and he was speaking to weren't people of, um, you know, um, many, you know, many resources in regards to fiat. You know, there are other valuable resources that our family have in regards to land and, you know, um, Skills, contacts and things of that nature. You know, we've we've shared quite a few with them. With our brother Michael Singleton, Michael Singleton, after you came forth and did the show dealing with the hemp industry, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people responded to that. And, um, you know, they got family with land and you know, people got tractors and things of that nature. So there's things that are laying around. But um, I know that, uh, I know, I know what can be done with fiat in regards to implementing and putting things in motion and, you know, building and acquiring things of that nature, you know, because you can't sit still and wait on the people. It's just never going to happen like that. So those figures that you're talking about, yeah, those are very attractive figures. Uh, And... I know that we have people that are listening right here on this line that have that potential in them to make it happen. I know that everywhere that everyone is, there's somebody who's potentially overweight. And there's two distinct differences. There's overweight and there's obese. Those are two different worlds. You know what I'm saying? And as uh, the sister pointed out, she did a lecture at Nicholas. I forget the sister's name. Um, she was speaking about obesity, and she showed a picture of a muscle-bound dude. You know what I'm saying? He's swollen. She was like, that dude is obese. In our society, we don't identify it as such. And she gave the medical reasons why, according to the definition, that dude is even obese. You know what I'm saying? So... It's interesting, you know, once you really take a look, overall look at what's going on out there and the way that, uh, you know, we value being, quote, unquote, healthy in society, but we look at the markers that we're looking for, you know, the ass backwards, you know. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of scalability out there for your family because they're plenty of people who are walking around who might not even know 
that they're overweight or obese. Okay? And like the brother said, this presents, if nothing else, the opportunity to have dialogue, conversation, deal with your kinfolk. Okay? This is not esoteric knowledge or information. This is straight chaser. You know? 90 miles per hour right down the middle. You know? You could talk this at the water cooler. You could talk it on the train. You could talk it at the bus stop. You could talk it in the pews of the church. You know, where everyday people are at. You don't know how, you don't need to know the weight of the earth. You don't need to know the distance from the earth to the sun. It's off. Okay. So, Brother Singleton, is there anything else that you have to share? Well, you know, we the last time we were on, we we talked about um, the legalization of um, hemp farming and yes. how that was transpiring in, in the in the uh, in the U.S. Period, you know, um, I think since that point, South Carolina has come aboard, and uh, we're looking for Mississippi of all states to actually. Uh, legalize some form of um, of uh, medicinal marijuana very soon in the next couple of months. So we see a lot um, opening up very quickly as far as um, both the hemp and the mar- marijuana industries are concerned, and that's going to be a positive, you know, for for a number of. Um, African American brothers and sisters have been who've been locked down. Um, you know, I, I could see them being released, especially for um, you know petty stuff that they've been locked down for in, in reference to marijuana. There are a number of them that are going to be coming out. You know, and when, so when we look at what are very um, things that are have easy entry points for us to get ourselves involved in. So when you come out, they may not necessarily get that um, jacket pulled off of them right away. So, of course, you know, they'll run into some of the same um, situations that that a number of brothers and sisters run into, just, you know, trying to apply for a job. And in a lot of cases, you know, we have to make our own job. And, you know, I'm not saying that this is something that you use to, to um, survive on, this is network marketing is definitely something that you can go into um, and if you find the right thing or something that fits with you um, it can help you um, overcome a, a, a number of hardships that you may have depending upon how hard you go at it but you know make sure you choose something that you feel good about and it it resonates with you you know but that's the easiest way to actually create your own job is, in my opinion, outside of going and doing a registration of a corporation or a DBA or a soon name, you know, and, and you know, putting your, 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 you know, your, your money together to try to launch your own business. This is something that kind of proven, got it, you know, um, free advertising to a, to a great extent. 
all your marketing materials are set for you. You know, the business structure or model is already set up. All you really have to do is kind of plug in and utilize it to um, to, uh, to to the fullest. And right, could just could help a number of our folks. That's that's what I, that's kind of something I see. Yeah, and and there, you know, programs like this, I, I feel that they shouldn't be oversold. You know what I'm saying? I think that the information is on the board. We put it forth. These are normally our shortest programs for the right reasons. It's like you can get with this or you can get with that. You know what I'm saying? And right. what we have to offer has been laid forth. The information that you need is there. The contacts have been left. If you're serious, that's the key word. If you're serious, then you need to reach out to the brother and make the connection. He has proven himself time and time again as being reliable and efficient in regards to driving this train, okay? Um, yeah, so I, I will let you, uh, if you have anything concluding that you want to, you know, leave yep. us with. Definitely. I, I want to just thank um, your brothers again for, you know, this this, this is a, a fantastic platform. You know, because you have just um, a bevy of information from every aspect of life that seems to come and sprout out of out of the airways. You know, that you you brothers have been able to bring forth to so many listeners, and we've learned so much from the brothers and sisters who have come on your show and the things that they've had to share. You know, um, you know, and all of our prayers and meditations and those who are listening, you know, we always, as much as we possibly can, let's lift um, these, these brothers up so that they can continue this on. And, you know, those um, who kind of heard the call tonight and would like to know a little bit more information, and even those who might come aboard, we're going to put something together where we can um, do a little set-aside to, to do some advertising to help these brothers on on the air as well, you know, that should be something that should be a goal of all of the listeners because of what you're able to take away from this program and what Brother Red and Brother Blue um, have been able to to bring to you throughout the the years has been something that, um, you know, you can't even buy it. It's not even something that you would want to buy. It's just been so so valuable to you. So that's... um, all of us start figuring out ways that we can give back a little bit so that this continues on, you know, because they bring us something that um, you don't get um, anywhere else, really, to be honest. You may get a little bit of it somewhere else, but you get a little bit of everything on this show. And, you know, we yeah. we, um, we owe it to them to help them keep it going. Brother Ray, you know, even the way that I opened up in preference tonight's show and I said that you know, some people think that uh the way that I make sense of certain things is kinda you know where where's that brother getting that stuff from? But the story that I told of our brother, you know, the great Malcolm X and led up into the story and I concluded the story with the fact that circumstances that uh, 
beyond our control, that brother wasn't able to make it on the program is the same way that we opened up and segued into tonight's guest. And she had a situation that was beyond her control, and she wasn't able to make it. But, you know, the people will never see that. So spirit is always in control, you know what I'm saying? And, and this show is always a testament to the evidence of that, you know what I'm saying, to the presence of that. You know, the spirit is always at work. And um, we're just vessels. I let spirit take over. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not freestyling. I'm just following my spirit, you know what I'm saying? And the spirit knows best. So, you know, these programs that we bring forth, it's not to build the public, you know what I'm saying? We don't, we're not tempting or trying to take anything from you. You know, we honestly want to help. We honestly want to provide opportunity to make you a better you. And as a result, you know what I'm saying, strengthen your community. And with a strong community, we can do anything. Then we can talk nationhood. Then we can talk global alliances. <clears throat> then we can talk, you know, uh, reaching galactically and, and, you know what I'm saying, all of these far-flung things that we have to prepare ourselves from. You know, uh, Amir looks at basketball. Amir is my seven-year-old nephew, and he wants to dunk one day, but he ain't ready to dunk right now. He might look at people dunking. He might admire it. He might aspire to it, but he ain't ready to dunk. He got to get his vertical together first. He has to have experience on the court. You know what I'm saying? He has to train himself. It's the same thing with these ideas that we have about where we want to go as a people, Okay. So it needs to start somewhere. And the common denominator that I'm able to um, pick up with by speaking to multiple people, and, you know, there might be a psychological issue that's way deeper than the economic issue. You know, the economic issue might be the effect, and we might be missing the cause. But I think that we've done a well enough job of, of sprinkling enough solutions on the cause, the dealing with it, and speaking to it effectively that we can get some sort of, um, you know, enough strength to, to start wrestling those locks and those chains that have people locked up. You know, now you're free. Now what? Get money, you know what I'm saying, and be able to provide. You know, if you have inner inclinations to do something else, do something else, you know what I'm saying? And, and the things that you might want to do, maybe we don't discuss directly on this show, you know, Maybe those things you should just be able to get from us giving you a signal and not directly addressing it step by step what you need to do, but get it done. At the end of the day, you know, our thing right now that we're talking about is empowerment. Our thing that we're talking about is unifying on that forefront, you know what I'm saying, strengthening our resolve, strengthening our movement to push forward. And the here and the now, when situations change, we change with them. Until then, we need to deal with the tangibles that are right in front of us. This is a wonderful opportunity. I look forward to you looking into this particular opportunity for making the best of it. See you at the top. Okay? Peace, love, and light. Brother Red. Yes, sir. Yes. Is there anything that you want to leave the family with? Um, I just want the family 
to uh, do the research on the information that was presented tonight. Uh, first and foremost, about the company, TLC, and um, secondly, about what the brothers were talking about with the uh, with the product and the benefits of the product. We, we covered the topic a few times on the show, Sister Shabaka and a few other people dealing with the worms and uh, parasites and the need to remove that from our bodies, you know. So I highly encourage the family to follow up. You know, this is something that we could all utilize, you know, for the betterment of our society, for the betterment of our people, for the betterment of our families, friends, and loved ones, to clean our insides out and at the same time be able to profit and at the same time be able to fortune build off of that. That is honorable in my books. So, um, you know, I look forward to uh, forming a new team of fortune builders from this conversation that we're having tonight along with some future conversations that we'll be having when we hit the road and take this on the road. So um, I'm encouraging everybody to make that move, you know. That's what that's about, yeah. making this move. Well, before we conclude the show this evening, you had an experience earlier this week. Do you want to share that? Oh, yes. I want to send um, a shout-out to, first, uh, before I even get into that, KTL Empowerment at Gmail. KTL Empowerment at Gmail. Um, for anybody who has questions about the show tonight, so you don't have to for Tuesday, the next Tuesday or Friday broadcast, KTL, as in Know the Ledge, Empowerment at Gmail. Hit us up. Any questions, uh, if you're ready to sign up, if you need any uh, FA, you know, frequently asked questions, whatever it is, just sit, send your number, your name, and we'll be in contact with you. Um, Earlier, yesterday, as a matter of fact, I had the opportunity to um, teach seventh graders in Brooklyn at a charter school called Knowledge is Power Program, KIPP, in Brooklyn on Troy and Sterling. Our sister, now Ruby Selah, who happens to be a God Hop MC, she's a principal, and um, she was looking for, uh, she's starting selective classes. So me and the rapper, one of my idols, Sadat X from Brand Nubian, were chosen to teach hip-hop to seventh graders. And my first lesson was um, the five pillars of hip-hop. It was a classroom, about 30-some-odd children. You know, they were trying to swerve. They were trying to curve me. I'm I'm not going to (laughs) lie. This wasn't like teaching adults. You know, uh, children are very... Um, you know, you have to keep their attention. Did a slideshow, a keynote presentation. Uh, I would say that I did 98% well because there were about two of them that were trying to nod off and whatnot, and uh, it was all good. You know, it was a success. They were able to learn about the history of hip-hop. They were able to learn about the five elements of hip-hop, which are breakdancing, emceeing, DJing, which also to this day includes uh, producing, beat making, engineering, and things of that nature. Graffiti writing, which today also includes 3D, CGI, uh, graphic arts, and all of these other things. MCing, which today means up-to-date poetry slams, you know, uh, battle rap, things of that nature, acapellas and things of that nature. And the fifth element, which is hidden, and it doesn't, 
it's not talked about enough is knowledge. In order to be an MC, in order to be a participant in the culture of hip-hop, you have to have knowledge about something. If I'm going to be writing rhymes, hopefully I have, unless it's like super nursery rhymes, I have knowledge of what it is that I'll be writing about. If I want to have knowledge about if I'm doing a battle rap, I'm going to have to have knowledge about the person I'm going against. If I want to go deep with it, I'm going to have knowledge. But ultimately, you know, I paid homage to Malcolm X at the end because the nation of Islam and the nation of gods and earth and um, the Nuwaki nation through Dr. York were some of the most instrumental teachers of knowledge uh, to our brothers and sisters in the beginning in the era of uh, um, hip-hop and in the late 70s or the mid-70s, the early 80s, and the mid-80s. So I was able to introduce that to them. It was a humbling experience, and I look forward to um, starting that program in uh, September. I'm going to be starting in September. So um, I'm just honored. It was a good look, you know. Me and you as well. I mean, me and Blue will be as, be there as well. It, it just won't be me. But um, I'm going to use that as a stepping stone. My father's an English professor. I just want to make my family proud. You know, I want to walk in, my, in the footsteps of those who have come before me and, um, you know, do something that's honorable to them. So, yeah, salute. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. Right. Yeah, that's major. Um, I, I've also shared in that opportunity to teach students. I taught poetry at a uh, junior high school before. The children were very receptive. I've been the principal I remember day, that. Um, yeah, like three times before. And, um, you know, it, it created entire waves in regards to the children that were so excited, like, yo, tell us more and how do we get involved, you know. So I remember I, you used to I teach saw art. The ability. Yeah, oh, yeah, damn, I forgot. I used to teach art at um, Brother James. Shout out to Brother, yeah, Robert Saturday. Smalls, um, the Windows Over Harlem. On Saturday, I taught art to, um, you know, classes of children. Uh, I did that consistently, you know what I'm saying, for a few months. Before I had to make a trip, you know what I'm saying, I had to, I had to relocate and go to Miami to handle some things. But, yeah, that was that was a glorious time of my life. Like, I was super happy to just be able to connect with creative geniuses, these children, are creative geniuses, and as in all situations when I'm surrounded by children, I'm able to learn just as much as I am able to teach. You know, it's a blessing to teach, but I'm saying I'm I'm, I'm learning as well. I'm a student in their classroom. I am um, in awe, you know, of children when they get together and, and they have a world of their own that I'm not a part of necessarily, so... When I get an opportunity, when I get invited to peep into that world, you know, to see what their thoughts are and, and, and the process of how they come up with what they come up with, that's, that's honorable. You know what I'm saying? That's like getting a peek into God's creativity to me. You feel me? Like you get to lift and, and look underneath the, the, the hood and, and see the working uh, mechanics about how God creates, you know, those, that's children. So, yeah, man, these, you know, special opportunities, take advantage of them, you know what I'm saying? Um, pour your heart and soul into the babies, man. You can only be rewarded from it. You're never going to lose doing that. 
You know what I'm saying? You're never going to lose. So, yeah, yeah, it's just, just a beautiful thing. Just a beautiful thing. I, yeah, I look forward to teaching in the future, you know. And not only teaching, but utilizing technology to teach, you know, doing teaching in, in a different format, in new ways, beaming into classrooms. You know, I want to teach as a hologram, you know what I'm saying? I want to do all that. So. Yeah, well, they're very parents, much into still, all of that. Yeah. We, we still get this uh, university thing together. Whew. Yeah. Oh, it's a lot of work. <clears throat> it's a lot of work. We're just keeping up with the, the personalities and, and the, the people that, you know what I'm saying, can best help and facilitate this information. You know, people come and they go, they disappear. So we just waiting for them to reappear and and, and, yeah. and, I mean, and get back to this. So. And then, the, the the like we were speaking about earlier, if we had more, we could do more. You know, the lack of resources, or rather the limited supply of resources, you know, it dictates the speed or the pace at which things are being created. I'm just being 1,000% honest, you know. So that's just something that uh, should be said and put out there because I don't even know who's listening. Maybe there are people who have resources have uh, technology and things of that nature who have, you know... Yeah, fading out. And, part of, and they're part of the share economy. You know, they, they're willing to share. They're willing to, you know, take something that they're not using and send it to people who need to use it. So that's just what it oh, is. Oh, yeah. Holler at us. Yeah. I need a new laptop. Definitely holler at us. HL Empowerment at Gmail. Uh-huh. You know? Or it is born. We need some superpower computers. There's a lot of uh, rendering to be done. There's a lot of filming. Take there's that a lot Mac. of editing. Yeah, there's some there's some, there's million some dollar projects to work. Back. So some documentaries that need to be all. made. You know. And the technology I, um, is it's just mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, oh, don't forget about that video that we did this yesterday with Brother Rich that uh, a lot of people are receiving in a positive light. We uh, had a chance to sit oh, down God. with our brother Polite and speak about success, uh, to touch on some issues dealing with, you know, um, the uh This young brother killing. that lost his life in the yeah, streets in New York. Yeah, 15 you know, times. The rapper. Getting... So that's the continue of the narrative that we've been having about, you know, these the streets, you know, and this, this violence that is being perpetuated against our own brothers by our brothers. You know, um, we shared a story a week ago about losing one of our heroes, one of the brothers who we grown up with, we grew up with. And, um, you know, the story is eerily similar in, in respects, you know, the brother left behind four children as well. Um, you know, he was on his way up, you know what I'm saying? He was on his, you know, he was just on the come up. He was on his way into, uh, out of the hood or out of, out of, out of poverty, you know, out of impoverished conditions. And his life was taken, his life was taken from him too, too early, you know, too early. 
and I send a lot of uh, love and condolence to his family and his loved ones. You know, none of us deserve to go out like that. Fifteen times, you know, assassinated in your car. So um, the conversation is on Black Magic 363. That's B L A C K M A G I K 363 at YouTube. Our brother Rich. Underground Railroad is the channel. Uh, so check it out. You know, be, be you know, uh, leave comments, share, do what you do. But um, Yeah, I'm going to drop the link in the chat room. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a good opportunity to hear some, some sound dialogue. You know, we we got the brother like to speak on some things that people have been inundating us with questions about. I can't speak for another man. You know what I'm saying? Um, what I can do is ask these questions, or being in a setting, you know, where these questions come out and and direct the intent of these questions to be answered in a particular way that are are genuine. So you can um you know, get get, get get the best perspective, get the best insight into, again, the mechanics, the mechanisms of how one thinks, you know what I'm saying, what one is thinking, you know, why they do the things that they do that you might not yet understand. And we have the ability as the pillars and on Brothers Richard's channel to do that without screaming, you know what I'm saying, or or, or down, downing someone, you know what I'm saying, or shitting, you know what I'm saying, so this is a peaceful conversation. It, it it flows beautifully. You know what I'm saying? You always see us in um perfect harmony with our brothers and our sisters in these settings. So that's what it's about. It's funny how so much people complain about what's wrong and what's 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 wrong with what's being done, what's wrong about the community. You know what I'm saying? What they don't like. But very rarely do you hear them speaking about what's right about the community, what they do like. You feel me? But we know what that's all about. Again, that's why you need to get these products, get those parasites out, get the parasites out of the family around you. You feel me? Because that's all that is. That's just parasites in control of the day. You know what I'm saying? Staring at conversations and, you know what I mean? So we need to attack that. Let me open up this line. All right, family, before I do hang up, we will engage any questions, comments, or concerns that the family have at this particular time. Let me go to call it from 347-415. Peace. Peace. Peace, family. Peace. Not Ruby. I Not Ruby. To, uh, Peace. Peace. <laughs> I just wanted to, uh, it would be remiss of me. To not give oh, Lord. the brotherhood a formalized shout out. There we go. And I really mean that because yeah. you know, you know, we talk a lot about uh, community activism and we talk about this revolution and we talk about hands-on practices. Um, but if I may be transparent, we rarely see it. So to have this brother come into the school you know, do a demo and be willing to teach middle school kids his craft for pennies. You know, we don't we don't have a lot of money to offer. It's a turnaround school. Um, it won't be that way forever, but to have someone come in, you could be doing a number of other things, right? You could be preparing a lecture for adults or 
getting a business um, off the ground or, or further wherever it already is. So you decided to come in and teach these kids, and, you know, for what it's worth, you didn't go to teacher's college, but you did that. And those kids were still asking questions uh, when you left. They wanted to know, were you going to be back to teach hip-hop? They wanted to know more about um, the elements of hip-hop. And they were asking me questions, which proves that they were invested. So I just wanted to give you a formal and much-deserved shout-out. You did that, and I'm really, really excited um, for the possibilities uh, for next year. So thank you. You know what's so dope about that, Nairobi? You know what's so dope about that? I said, you know what's so dope about that? I used to live up the block from where that school is. Yeah. So you know what kind of demographic we're dealing with, man. Those kids need you. So thank you. I want to say this now, Ruby. I want to formally salute you and tip my fares and tell you that going into the environment where I saw you in control of and the way that you were delegating affairs, it impressed me and it made me, it humbled me to the point where, you know, it showed me that sometimes we think we may know, you know, with, with, with our with our comrades are uh, like, you know, we, I, I you know, I, I see you emceeing and, and you're doing your thing, but we don't even know what each one of us does on our day-to-day. And I'm speaking to everybody when I say that, you know. So to see you in your environment where you are basically the captain of that ship, and I, I went on the tour. The, the, your, your coworker took me on the tour of the whole school and showed me everything that was going on, you know, and I was just like, this is very important, you know, um, and anything that I could do, you know what I'm saying, it's not even necessarily teaching or, or you know, coming in to teach. Whatever we can do, whatever we could do resource-wise or right. contact-wise, we are 1,000% ready and willing and able to help out, you know, because you are definitely a revolutionary as a principal of 360 children who are the future. You, you feel me? The right. potential of each one of those children is immeasurable, and they're looking at you because I remember how I looked at my principal. My principal was the the pinnacle, is the ace, boom, cool, top of the tier. You know, whatever they said went. Yeah, they said the face. And the way that, and the way that you were able to interact with these children, I'm looking at you like, yo, is this shit allowed? Mm-hmm. You know, like, are you allowed to be cool like that? Are you allowed to, you know, I, I was, you know, I, I didn't know at first because. My concept of a principal is somebody that was that was of an older age and a little more rigid, you know, and, and real strict with the ruler. Like you were saying that there were some principals that came before you that wouldn't even interact with the children. They were not personable. So you're not Ruby Selah at work, off work. You know, it works. So <laughs> definitely <laughs> keep doing your thing, beloved. I love you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I look are. forward. Yes, I look forward to, um, you know, being a part of these children's lives. And I really look forward to the lesson, to teaching them, to sharing, because I was learning as I was teaching. I was learning as I researched. 
you know, I, I, I got more respect for the Zulu Nation and their contribution. And it, it's showing me that this, this culture that we have called hip-hop is ours. It was born out of the desolate ruins, the decadence of the Bronx in, in, in the 70s, and it has grown. This is prosperity. Uh, um, this is, you know, what, what we see as hip-hop. This is ours. We have to take it back. We, we should not be struggling the Man. way that we are. We should not be going through... The, 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 the things that we are going through in society where we are the progenitors of a trillion, bro. no, I know, of a, exactly, of a trillion dollar entity or industry. We were listening, we were reading from a book yesterday, Think and Grow Rich. Everything that we were reading and Think and Grow Rich is hip-hop in its manifestation. So, you know, yes, I look forward to, so uh, to you, sharing that information. You know, a true revolutionary, you know, you are guiding the future of these children. You know what I'm saying? You have put it all on the line, and you are there with them. They wake up every day, and they come and see you. They go to sleep with you in their head. You know what I'm saying? You are our shining princess in the spirit of what we're talking about. What our shining princess is born day to day and the great sacrifices that he has brought forth. You know what I'm saying? So... You, you, you're the hip-hop principal. I mean, what's more applied than that? <laughs> you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm I truly get, honored. I, I, get and, um, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it without, you know, staff. I couldn't do it without people. I couldn't do it without Red saying, yeah, I'll come in and, and do an elective. And, and for what it's worth, right, it's not even, like, I don't think you understand how much I value and really appreciate what you're offering because I'm not offering you a teacher salary. You know, you're not coming and teaching math or ELA or anything like that. You're, you're giving an hour of your time. Stop it. Day. One hour early in the morning at that 7.15. Real early. Yeah, yeah real, real early. early. <laughs> um, well, you know, my rhyme is kids. You know, I was brought into the school. I've only been there since February. It's a turnaround school. They were underperforming public school. And my philosophy is it's never the kids. It's always the adults. If kids are turned up, if kids aren't showing up to school, if, shit, if kids are disengaged, it's because of adult moves. But, you know, the easy way out is to point at kids. It's your fault. You didn't show up on time. Well, you didn't give them a reason to show up on time. So because of our high numbers, I'm talking an average of 60 to 70 kids late every single day. I decided next year to start the school day off with something they like, meet them where they are, so they could choose from hip-hop, spoken word, aerodynamics. I have a raw vegan nutritional class because they came at me. I wanted cooking. I wanted cooking, but, you know, things work out the way they do for a reason. I wanted a, a regular cooking class, and they told me that there was a liability if we brought hot plates in or if there was fire. Okay, whatever, right. because in science they have hot plates, but I'm going to leave that alone. Cool, because I'm going to follow this path, and it led me to a teacher who's actually on staff. She teaches reading, and she's a vegan, and she's, uh, she already had an entire nutritional curriculum around curriculum. raw right. food. Beautiful. Yeah, so we're going, to, we're going to make this thing big. We're going to turn it into a community activity, so they're going to go and visit grocery stores. They're going to visit corner stores. But then they're also going to have this experience of how to cook without heat 
and how to really come to your platform. Yes. yes. Is there a possibility for media to come into the classroom and film any of these events? Um, that we will have to talk about off the off the air. Okay. You know, All right. there's Indeed. A, not my yes. school. It's not an independent school. KIPP is a, a charter school. Um, Knowledge is Power Program. Um, we're the only middle school in Brooklyn. Um, most of our middle schools and other elementary schools are located in Manhattan and the Bronx, and we serve, of course, melanated children, um, 99.9% of our population. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, we have a bit more freedom um, when it comes to self-expression because we are a charter school, so I don't think it would be too much of a problem. But, again, I'm not the superintendent, so I do got to follow some sort of protocol and check no in to see, you know, what, what that would entail. Um, but I am going to reach out to um, other people in our community to try to come in. The hard thing is, again, coming in just for an hour, it's only $25 an hour, so technically you're only making $100 a week because we only do it Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. But, um, you know, I did tell Red, and he is taking advantage of the opportunity to build off of having your foot in the door. So we have an after-school program, and their pockets are pretty heavy, right? And they're looking for people to come in to kind of develop programs and things like that. So you get your foot in the door, um, you prove yourself, right, um, and boom. You, you never know. You already happens. know. App yeah. development, computer program literacy, you know, I'm going to have them on some, I'm going to have them, you know, I'm going to have them like young Zuckerbergs. You know, exactly. that's my dream. I want to teach them computer literacy. I want them to compete with Silicon Valley. I want them to make, I want one of them to become a multimillionaire and rescue their parents and their loved ones from their condition at 12 yeah. and 13. That's my dream. And I know that it could be, I know that it will happen because our children are the people. saw the intelligence in their faces as I was teaching them, like I saw the ancestors in them. So I'm humbled. You know, I look forward to it. I know that the ancestors walk with us. So whatever it is that we want to do, we will affirm it, and it will happen, you know, by any means. So do it. Let's go. Let's just do it. Let's you know, this, this, this is what excites me. I Sometimes I get bored. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Yeah. But again, I'm grateful. The kids are grateful. They're amazing. Um, and you're going to have lifelong friends because they're just people. They're dope people. And that's how I show up. They're work. dope people, right? They're dope people. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to bed. Right. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Give thanks. <laughs> Send me that picture now, Ruby. Say it again. Send me that picture that we took. Yeah, it's kind of foggy. It looks suspect. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little Don't something. Don't do it. I'm gonna have to do it. Uh, Hashtag no filter. <laughs> no filter. Yeah, nice little frame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. No doubt. Peace. All right. Peace. Okay. Um. And let me see. We already in the eleven eleven time zone, so we might as well. You know, going to Medi, going to Medi, send our dedication to the uh, 
Prince spirit, himself. Legacy. Yes, legacy. Tradition. Outstanding legacy of our great ancestor, Malcolm X, Malik, Elhar Shabazz, his grandson, oh, his wife. Yes. Um, many lives that have been senselessly take, taken, you know what I'm saying? Uh, not only this weekend or last weekend, but overall, you know, we're dealing with the great expanse, so there's never enough. Feel me? Don't limit yourself. So we're going to get into this meditation. We'll be right back. You dig? Thank you. 
we 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 both from the street, as well as people that are listening to this, and it would be remiss of me dealing with metaphysics and things of that nature, and even what we were talking about last night about affirmations and all of that, to not be uh, responsible enough to say, you know, there's certain things that come with street life. You know what I'm saying? There, there. You know, there's certain things that come with the affirmation of putting your foot in the game to a degree where you take the position that not only you represent that life, but you've also branded yourself with it. You know what I mean? In order to be in the game, you have to make an affirmation with yourself to say, if I'm going to be about that life, I will lay a nigga down if need be. So... That mentality already has to be in attack for you to be successful in the game unless you're such a fun-loving dude that everybody likes you and you get a pass everywhere that you go. And this very well could have been our brother's um, situation because a lot of people gravitated towards the dude and liked them. You know what I'm saying? But even though I understand the institution of hustling and I, I know about the conditions which fostered it, you feel me, I don't condone it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't condone it, and I don't condone what comes along with it because mm-hmm. I was able to sit back and just analyze it, and I'm saying I listen to niggas' excuses. And since I was a baby, you know what I'm saying, the dudes told me, you I was hustling to get out of the situation that I was in, son, and I wanted to move my mom out the crib. But the first thing that you did is you went and, and, and fed your material desires. You got them kicks. You got a whip. You got a chain. And your mother was still there. And then mm-hmm. you forced a situation that made your mother even less safe. You know what I'm saying? You put your mother in the crosshairs, my nigga, consistently. You attributed energy to an environment that now made it even more difficult for your mother to survive in because a tweaker could easily knock your mother over because they need to get that fixed. And they can fuck around and run and get it from you. You, you know what I mean? Like, you, you're not even mindful of that. So these are the things that, you know, like, totally contradict the lifestyle that we that we don't think about. And then when tragedy befalls us, then we're like, how? How, how did this happen? Oh, my God. He was a good dude. He was a family man. I had a um a friend of mine's man, um his name is Gary. He just got killed. I'm from North New Jersey, man. And actually I just wanted to apologize because one day um you, you opened me up with a call queue. I was asleep because I work on Fridays, man, and Friday nights I was tired. I was tired, man. Oh no. That's <laughs> okay, man. Salute, man. Yeah, I'm sorry about Indeed. that word up. I just want you to know, I, I mean, that I remember, because I, yeah. I actually heard the show. I heard the show, and I heard heard everything. I was like, damn, I felt bad. But I just wanted to relay that message. But a friend of mine just got killed, and he was an old head. And he was like, you know, he had an opportunity to get out the game. He was working in, like, a, um, like one of these halfway houses. And the last time I seen him, I asked him how was work going. And he was like, man, he said, man, I quit that job. He said, man, he said, I'm, he said, I'm, a, I'm a gangster, man. That's, and, and this is his last words he told me that I remember. He got killed two Saturdays ago. And, um, you know, and all I can do is remember that. 
Yeah, I mean, indeed. But, you know, he died the way he wanted to die, man. But, um, you know, just on another note, um, you know, I just graduated. I just, I'm just working on my master's, right? But um, wow. I'm working on my master's in nutrition. Oh, yeah. But let me tell you something, man. After hearing your brother KTL and hearing your mom and all them talk, I don't know nothing about nutrition. I just spent almost $100,000 to go to school for just to become a nutritionist just to find out that I that I, I, I learned nothing. None of my teachers was vegan. None of them talked about veganism. They talk, All they talked about was feeding me cow milk and eating cheese and all that. So, you know, I learned, I, I learned a lot of my nutrition from the conscious community. And I like to thank wow, you all for that. that. Definitely. Definitely. And, and also, Honest, one more brother. thing, Dr. Dr. Sabi coming to town. I don't mean to take away from anybody like, but Dr. Sabi coming to town in Newark, and this is probably my first opportunity to get a chance to see him. Oh, word, coming to Newark? On the 29th. On the 29th. On the 29th. Wow, that's major for Newark. Yes, yes, and I've been blowing it up. I've been trying to tell all the everyone. you know. Yes, Sabi, he be talking about Newark when when he first got out here. You know what I'm saying? Talks about his experiences in the Newark, Newark, you know, in his earlier years. So I see that he's returning to all of those places, man, and that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? That he's tracing his steps and giving back in that in that manner. But Newark, man, could definitely utilize that information. And I remember being in Newark, man, and, and, and trying to find something to eat, and it was difficult. Be like I was going to all of the um. The stores and the only thing they had was chips and soda. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and I remember man. going to the gas station, and the, the cells were damn near empty. And the only thing they had, like I couldn't even find water. B, I was like, yo, this yeah. is crazy. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of Detroit. Detroit is a little bit different because mm-hmm. with Detroit, you'll find cheap meat. You know what I'm saying? A dollar packet to the big sandwich meats. You know? What I'm saying? Wow, wow, wow! <laughs> Detroit, you find. You know, the the big gallons of, of, of flavored, you know, water, sugar water, uh, you know what I'm saying? Whatever they, I don't even know what they call it, but. Ham was so purple. Detroit, you'll find. Huh? The ham was purple out there. Yeah, the ham was purple, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the they, they'll have purple. the big packets of meat, and them just be like off pinkish, purplish color, you know what I'm saying? Ah, so the. Yeah, they have a heavily abundance of availability of just mad meat, you know what I'm saying? So when the people be going ham out there, to me, it's no mystery what's going on. But Newark was a food desert. I just couldn't find yeah. nothing. I'm, I'm you know what I'm like, yo, man, I'm like, this needs to be addressed for real. I'm trying to bring the first vegan, vegetarian restaurant to North, man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a and, vegan, and man. You, I just and, actually, you, and, you, and you will bring it. You won't no try. Doubt, no you doubt. Know? Indeed. You're, you're, I mean, you're attempting to bring it. Yeah. After hearing y'all talk, man, y'all definitely give a lot of a, a lot of enlightenment, man. And that, you know, like, I, I'm going I'm to keep it 100. You know, I don't always see eye to eye with Brother for Life. You know, on some things, but I all let me tell you something. I love everybody in the conscious community. Like you said, we all brothers. Sometimes we might not see eye to eye with brothers, but we don't hate nobody, and we don't we don't take that out of perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I love everything Brother Light doing, and everything he was saying is on track because, like, you got to understand something. You got guys who 
hustle just to try to get out the hood. He's selling people. He's selling people um, legalized. He's selling uh, people literature, as opposed to you got jokers selling drugs out here. So you got to cool. You got to you got to definitely give them. I, I got to definitely tip my hat off to him because you know we always want we always want us we always want our um, our people to use their brain. But then when you do use your brain to get money, then we still got a problem with it. They want to tell you exactly. They want to tell you how you should use it and to what extent. And you know, once you actually make it work, you like, oh shit! I mean, you you have major aha moments like, wow, I utilized Mm -hmm. this formula and it worked. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, you know, you're going to now go and do certain things that you always wanted to do. Some people are more disciplined. And they could be like, not yet. I'm going to keep moving forward. You know, that's why I'm saying, like, I, I'm having these conversations all the way up to today with my phone ringing and people telling me how much they don't like about the young brother. And I'm like, look, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I know where he comes from. That's I know where right I met him at. You know what I'm saying? And I know what contribution he could have. He could have been Uncle Murder in them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's mm-hmm. the element that he comes from. But he did a little something different, and he provided an alternative. And through that alternative, he's able to show that it can be done. There's inspiration because we can see it in a living model. Do I agree with everything the brother says or does? I can't necessarily say that I do 100%, but I love my brother. And that's Indeed. not going to change. And, and when I'm around him, I'm happy for him. And when I'm not around him, I'm happy for him. But Indeed. When we can have a conversation like that that's devoid of any um, histrionics, you know what I'm saying, or anything that people might know him from that they don't necessarily gravitate or like him for, I'm like, well, honor that. Honor a, 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 a fluid conversation such as that. There's no arguments. There's no nothing, nothing but information. That brother was digging deep into his bag and giving up what needs to be given up you know what I'm saying? To show people what can be done with your mind. With your mind. Yeah. I challenge everybody to watch that show and implement the Think and Grow Rich shit that we were speaking about just last Friday with Brother Tyreek from Destiny Grind. You know what I'm saying? Train and program your subconscious. So even for you, young brother, like program yourself to finish that master program. Program yourself every morning. Write it down. Put it in the mirror. Put it on um, index cards. You know what I'm saying? Write it wherever mm-hmm. you need to see it. When you get up, program yourself. You program. You write it down at night. When you get up, you read it. Program yourself. I am going to get my masters. You're not trying to open up the store in, in, in Newark. You're going to open up the first region store. You know what I'm saying? Program yourself. Indeed. And then we're going to have a totally different conversation in the very near future. Oh, no, no doubt. No doubt. Definitely. As long as I'm listening to y'all, all y'all do is give out positive feedback, man. I don't know how, listen, man, I don't know how y'all do it, but out of all the moors, y'all are definitely some of the most noblest moors. And um, I just wanted to touch on one thing, man. Do you think y'all can try to get a um, Sid Ducatez on y'all show, man? Nah, that's not gonna happen. Okay. We tried it. You know what I mean? We 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 okay. we put our neck out and, and we tried that before. 
and it's just okay. not congruent. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't work. Brother, no doubt, no um, doubt. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, no doubt. I got you. No doubt, indeed. You know what I mean? Indeed, but, yeah, no doubt. I mean, hey. But I hear he has a show. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I actually, like, you know, I learned a lot from the brother, man. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But, you know, I learned a lot from everybody. I'm, I'm everybody. Oh, not yet. So, you know, yeah. um, definitely, you know, definitely. If you go into the and, archives, and, there's a show with us. We did a show together in one weekend or eleven. That's the classic. Yeah, if you go into Know the Ledge class, uh, Know the Ledge, and just put in the search engine, he's there. And so, it was a classic he, he dropped, Yeah, he dropped. You know he dropped a lot of information on that one. Indeed, 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 definitely. I know. I seen y'all doing a little show when y'all was in Brooklyn. And y'all was talking. Like when I, I think y'all was at a party. And what is what is the Brooklyn um, African Fest? Oh, that's this weekend coming up. Yes, that's Bam, Brooklyn. Yes, Bam is this weekend. Family, the uh, Brooklyn Academy of Music Festival, Atlantic Avenue, Flatbush Avenue, this weekend here in Brooklyn, New York. Come out, see your family. We will be in the building. Yes, indeed. Indeed, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Listen, peace, fellas, man. Y'all have a good one, man. Oh, for sure. You as well. And the next All time, right, next time we speak, we will. I will have that that proposition, and everything written down. And let me. And when can I catch y'all on one two five, man? So where I can meet y'all in person, man. I know. Out there on the weekends. Oh, y'all out there every weekend? Really? Okay. That's on the weekend. Is, yeah, yeah so Saturday, weekend Sunday morning. I need to come mm-hmm. get some of them shirts, man. I need to, a few people been asking me about them shirts. They like that Hey Rue shirt, man. I got to come get a few of them, bro. So, um, yes, sir. Definitely. De- definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Gotta, and, definitely. And, and more than yeah. like, I'm looking towards, I'm looking forward to, or towards and forwards to be in Newark, you know what I'm saying, when the brother comes through on the 29th. So, you know, I should see, we should see you there as well. Peace, peace, peace. It's not, right. fellas. Peace. No doubt. Islam, brother, peace. Okay, let us go and grab another caller out of the call queue, 718-576. My brother, peace. Peace, peace. What's up, Red? What's up, Blue? I say to the guest, our brother, Michael Singleton. Uh, I got one quick thing to ask. Uh, how much is it to buy the product? Like, what? what is the buying cost? Like, like say I spent a hundred dollars. How many bags of tea? Like, how does that process work, brother Singleton? Are you with us still? Yes, sir. Still here. Yes. All right. How um, you doing, are, are you, brother? Are you, are you um asking that question from um a consumer standpoint or from from the business I want, standpoint? I, I want to get into actually sell. Okay. Um, the company has. I think it's five different levels. It's it's forty dollar level that you can come in at forty dollars, hundred dollars, three hundred, five hundred, twelve hundred and fifteen hundred. All right, all right. Um the recommendation is for everybody to come in at a hundred because um we get it's like on the bags that you get, um the bags of tea actually they're packages. You got two tea bags in each package. Um, we get those for ten dollars, and we could sell them for twenty dollars. Okay, so and everything everything comes prepackaged with the name and the label and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's prepackaged. It's um, got a nice packaging to it. It's 
green and black, kind of stands out, you know, um, gives got the instructions on how to actually make the tea on the back of the package. Uh, very, you know, very visible. You can read it. Most of the letters are are, are large enough that they're, they're readable, so there's nothing in a little small fine print that you can't read. Everything is organic and natural in the product and the tea itself. Okay, and but, it has the uh, ingredient contents, like percentage per? Well, they just have the ingredient contents, um, and that's in terms of the percentage they don't. But you know, one thing you can do is look up all the ingredients that are in the in the tea and and see how it adds up and how the synergy comes together. Okay, because my main base clientele would be people in the uh, diabetic realm and uh, dealing with uh, brothers that need the um, basically like what you say a, a natural alternative to Viagra. Oh, okay. And the one thing the one thing I was just trying to figure out on the tea is because I know diabetics they take certain medicines and at the same time some natural herbs can actually have a countering effect to some pill medicines. Right. Well, you know, um from what I've gathered thus far, they recommend it to diabetics. Uh, okay. so you know, now in terms of those percentages I'm sure we can find out what they are though. All right, can I get your number one more time? Because when he was giving it, I wasn't able to have something. I, I had your number before because I spoke to you about the uh, hemp crops. Okay. And I've been and I've been kind of busy, and then being busy, a doorway opened up. So you know, funds is flowing for me to do proper things. Wait, well, we're we're collaborating this with um, KTL Environment. Okay, my number is eight three two 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 nine one zero eight four seven. Hold on. Eight. Um, but you know, come aboard and. And decides you want to become a part of the team, um, definitely be teaming up with our KCL. Okay, then. Thank you so much yeah. for your time and your diligent work, man. May the ancestors okay. continue to bless no problem, you. Brother. Thank you, brother. All right. I'm done, Red and Blue. I say to y'all, I seen that thing with Polite. The funny thing is, is, is uh, Polite's uh, father lives like two houses behind me. Oh, indeed. Does he? Yeah, yeah, he lived his his father lived two houses behind me. I stay on Saratoga. What's the street behind me? Uh, Herzl. His father stay right over there on Herzl at the top of the street. I see polite. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I seen him like two summers ago. Shoot, more than two summers ago. Maybe like three years ago, he had passed through the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and I was walking, and I just I recognized it was him, and we talking. We was talking about the throat chakra and how I, somehow he said I helped opened some throat chakra for him. He was talking to a brother and something went perfect for him. And then one time I was riding my bike down Fulton and it was a line of traffic. And out of the midst of the traffic, I see a hand come up with a Pacific signal because of the shirt I was wearing, but it was subliminal. And I seen a hand come up and I had to think. And then I looked and then I seen it was polite. But like you say, that brother be repping to the true heart of where he come from for him to make it. I'm not from Brownsville personally, but living here through the amount of years yeah. I've been living through, this ain't no joke, man. You got to be made iron tough, and if your will ain't strong, you will be broke. You know what I mean? And for the brother to make it so successfully and laying a blueprint and still be able to come back into this specific neighborhood and share amongst the people and at the same time know that the vultures is out, that says a lot in his character. You know what I mean? 
because you got some brothers that make it and have plenty of dollars but can't walk back to where they started from. Oh, you know what I mean? Me, because, I know. because they didn't set up the how can I say before they let before they left, they didn't set up the re- reciprocation effect properly so when they come back they could be loved, you know what I mean? So yes, you know, brothers get brothers get money but they don't set up the reciprocation effect to be able to come back into the neighborhood. You know, but I just like to say I shake to the whole universe and everybody that's out there in the conscious struggle. Just remember one thing, rely on your instincts, your psychic abilities, and that inner know thyself. Ashe. Ashe, my brother, as always. Peace. Peace. Indeed. Let's go to Caller from the 864-340. Caller from the 864. PCU and yours. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Peace. Hotel, hotel, brother. Greetings, hotel. Man, it's been a while since I've been on the show, man. Um, I, I see you brothers are definitely still hard working. Man, I saw one of y'all. Yeah, most definitely. This is Bob, man. Oh, man, it's a salute to you, my brother. Salute, salute to, salute yes, to the family, good, man. man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Forgive me, but uh, you know, I know, I know that we all have definitely been doing our work. So uh, I definitely have been um, working to solidify my my stance inside this this liberation that we are all working toward. And I appreciate the good efforts that you you guys are putting out, and even with the brother Mr. Singleton, um, definitely uh, been able to offer his his products and. Hey, that's one thing I like. Uh, I like about you, you all. You definitely uh, uh, encourage black folks getting getting something and having something the right way. Um, so, so you guys definitely do put those options on the table. And um, with me, I've been working, you know, installing cable. I got my own company, working for for myself, doing that type of thing. Um, and I will say just even with you guys doing y'all things and seeing other brothers doing their thing, it definitely does put that can-do inside me and that where we all should be wanting to be business owners and definitely have that lord or that ownership back into our life. So, hey, salute to the KTL fam, and, hey, I'm I'm, I'm waiting until we, we really get to finally meet up on, in one of these African um, African events and African festivals, uh, I, don't, I don't know what you what you, what y'all think. I know they got the RBG weekend going on. Y'all think we we can really get it popping off, man? Or we can kind of make it like a not a conscious freak meet, but with that with that popularity that freak meet had. Y'all think we can do do something with the conscious community where everything is just bubbling like that? I mean, it, it just has to be a certain level intent and focus and we have to have all of the elements that are needed and necessary to draw people you know our people like entertainment man you know what I'm saying and when I say entertainment I don't mean buffoonery entertainment is Tahir RBG entertainment is you know what I'm saying other brothers that do music without putting a negative connotation on the word this is just the energy that draws people to say you know what I'm going to get an opportunity to hear something that I like, turn up, you know, be amongst my people, get this information at the same time. So 
whatever it is that, that resonates and, and, and gravitates towards what the topic is and the atmosphere of the pairing, you know, we should just have all of those elements in place. Whoever is the most dynamic speaker in that field at this particular time, that person should be there. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. I just think that, yeah, if, if all of those things are put in place, then we could start something. You know what I mean? Or, you know, make it make it very meaningful, make it a drive for something. You know? This is the joint that we're gonna meet up to lay down this at. This is the joint that, you know, we finally get an opportunity to do this at. You know what I'm saying? Like this is what people are looking for. They they wanna be part of something, they wanna show up for that thing that makes the difference. You know, they don't wanna just simply be entertained. But entertainment is important as well. And, and, and especially with our people, I guess now there there is a small uh, percentage of us that are becoming more and more aware and conscious. But you know, our people like to dance, like you say, they like to be entertained. They like so. I'm just looking at, like you say, with Brother Taya, and um, you know, even with the United Front, that video that yes. they did, and y'all went day that was yeah, a very yeah. video. Like they, hey, they, you can't, they. That was a very powerful video and to say that when we have things like this these representations to speak for us and then on on a bigger platform because i think we should look at you know trying to get some movies uh you know doing some theaters uh because arts arts have always been important to us as africans um but i think a lot of times it it, it does get manipulated used against us now we're talking about where we have the homo thugs the young young thugs this is actually a real thing, and you know, you know, I think this is definitely yeah. a weapon. I would, I would, I would, I would implore you to prepare yourself to travel up here and be part of the African Arts Festival, July Fourth weekend, Commodore uh, Barry Park in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. You know, what I'm saying that's a very African-centered theme event, full of mm-hmm. melanated family. You know, what I'm saying. This is where the people are at. This is where we congregate. This is where we do commerce. This is where we commune. This is where, you know, people get to see um, their loved ones. It's a very festive event. You know what I'm saying? This is where you get to feel what it feels like to be amongst family. And this is, everybody walks away from this event like, yo, we need to do this every day or every weekend. And why can't we keep this, you know, this vibration? You know, why do we have to go and leave this 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 area, this park, and go amongst back to our communities and such and such. So, this is where people get the idea of what it ultimately feels like to take control of their own destiny, you know. And hopefully, as we always pray, may this finally be the one where somebody puts their foot down and lays the plan out to say, "Look, we're not going to abandon this feeling or this vibration. We're going to carry it. You know what I mean? Let's take it here. Let's take it there. So, you know, I've been waiting for that one forever and a day. And you know what they say. You know, if you're always the one on the sidelines waiting, it might be on you to step to the forefront and do it. So Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember. And, hey, and I'm digging them pieces. Hey, look, I'm digging them pieces, them fire-ass rings and shit y'all be wearing, man. Hey, I'm. T- I, I gotta. Yeah. I gotta get me something, man. I, I definitely gotta get me something. Man. <laughs> well, yeah, this this will be the event, you know, that you want to come up and see us. I'm saying we'll have everything laid out. 
know what I mean? And um, okay. I look forward to it. You know, if there's anything that's popping prior to that, I, I missed Malcolm X Fest this week, you know, down in the A. I didn't get a chance to make it out there. I don't know when I'm going to be back through Atlanta, but I do know that, uh, you know, we will be out here in July to get into July in the park. Hey, I'm, I'm definitely going to try to make my way up that, uh, you know, up to that. Uh, did you call it the B? B is that the B A M Fest? No, Band Festival is this weekend. What I'm talking to you about is the International African Arts Festival. Okay, okay. You could just Google it I A A F. You know what I'm saying? 2015. It'll give you all the information pertaining to this event. You know, Kaye, all of the family knows about this. This is, you know, this is the one for the summer in New York. Most definitely, bro. All right. I'd definitely be on the lookout. Yeah, because I want you to, yeah, you know, I want you to see what it's really like up there, man. So when we have these conversations that we talk, it could be more relative to you why we talk the way that we do and what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? This is immersive. You have to be in this experience because New York is not like other places. The pros and the cons. Oh, absolutely. You feel me? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, it's, it's, my mom yeah. been trying to get me to come up there, man. We got I got a lot of kin people up there, so I'm coming, bro. I'm coming. Yeah. I'm coming to take Make the connect. Y'all, you know been, what I'm saying? Y'all been doing y'all work, man. So I, I definitely gotta come and take y'all out. Okay, thanks, my brother. I appreciate it. Every time I hear your voice, you know what I'm saying? Likewise, brother. Because I know, I know, I know. When we not doing the work, you gonna let us know. <laughs> and that's and 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 that's healthy. Don't ever get it twisted. That's healthy and that's needed. You feel me? Well, so we got salute to, to you. We got, we got to definitely remind each other. You are my reflection. You that's, are each that's other. What, that's what, salute. That's what we brother. do for one another. All right. Absolutely. All right. Much love, Peace, brother. What's up, brother? Okay, let's go to Paula from the Skype. My brother from Skype, you know who you be. Peace to you and yours. Welcome to KTF. Yeah. Hey, how you doing, pals? What's good with uh, you, man? Uh, the artist, I think his name is Chinix. I don't know if I pronounced his name right. Chinks, yeah. Chinks, yes. It, it, where is he originally from, New York or New England? He's from Far Rockaway, New York, from what I understand. Oh, he's from New York. Yeah, cause I have some peeps here in New England. Um, giving their condolence to um, the artist. I really don't know the artist like that, but that's how to ask because no one really gives me a proper answer. So y'all more familiar. That's why I kind of ask. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he might have family up that way. I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, he's, he's, he's loved in many places. This is a person that was very personable, you know what I'm saying, from my understanding, I never personally met the brother myself, but mm-hmm. from the people that I do know that know him and from the people that I have observed that have made his acquaintance, you know, he's very personable. People like him, you know what I'm saying? They gravitated towards him. People had a resounding love for this individual. A lot of people were rooting for him, surely. So mm. That's why, That's why. yeah, such a tragedy in a lot of people's eyes, you know, it hurt their heart. This is what they considered. 
this was one of the real ones. I see. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that's my only question. I have nothing else to ask. Make the answer. Okay. My brother. All right. All right. Peace. Okay, family, and that um pretty much concludes all of the callers in the call queue. There's nobody else this um this left, you know. So, of course, we want to thank you once again for the time that you have spent with us. You know what I'm saying? Could have been watching the Rockets and the Warrior game, but you tuned in to hear about this new and improved economic stimulus package, okay? So, you know, you're the best amongst us, and we salute you for that, all right? And we will be back on Friday with a, uh, you know, another one of these mega programs. Um, Brother Mike, can you please leave him with some words? It's only right. Definitely. Uh, thank you, brother. Just want to uh, thank everybody who, who stuck with us through the evening. And, um, again, program that we presented, you know, it may not be for everyone, but just as a lift up, you know, you may want to look at network marketing as something that could possibly help you. Um, you know, the brothers of council bringing you something uh, that you could positively grab hold of. And in most cases, utilize, uh, go forward and utilize it to um, make your life a little bit better. Um, for those who would like to join us again, uh, definitely contact KTL. And any questions that you may have, any information you need, we'll definitely uh, be able to fulfill those wishes for you. So I just want to thank everyone. Um, everybody have a blessed evening. But thank you very much for joining us. No doubt. No doubt. Of course, this was another episode brought to you by kingscounty.bigcartel.com. Um, I'm rebooting and retooling Ocean 14. My my site got hacked, you know what I'm saying, and they did me wrong over there. So pieces back together in the midst of everything else. So we will be coming out very hard uh, this weekend at BAM. Products will be back in the building. New power pieces are being made, of course. They will be also uh, displayed this weekend. Um, yeah, so we look forward to it. You know what I'm saying? The future is very bright, very optimistic about what it is that we have to bring to the family. Okay, this is what's needed. It's necessary. And the answers are here. They're not outside of our grasp. only thing you ever have to do is close your eyes and ask, and you shall receive. You know, that's how the universe works. You know what I'm saying? It's always conspiring for your success, even under some of the most um, challenging circumstances. There's always a silver lining in the clouds. So that's, that's where we want to get to. You know what I'm saying? We want to get past everything else and get to the blessings and listens, okay? So that said, family, to again say peace to you and yours, love and light, 
All right. Uh, shout out to Nairobi Sela. Shout out to our brother Black Dot from I see from the social networks. One of his children, a second child of his, he said, graduated from um, from college. You know, and regardless of how we feel about the uh, the education system. 